Center, Southern Smiles of Silicaga. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome in to Farm Links Field on a beautiful Thursday evening. A little bit of nip in the air. I'm Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett, and we're anticipating a uh, Big night of football here as it is senior night for the hometown Wolves. And they have the Comer Tigers coming in here. And not only is it senior night, but this is also a rivalry game and the federal football game of the week. Yeah, we need to find a name for this rivalry, like the South Talladega County Showdown or the Battle of Odin's Mill Road or something. But we'd also like to welcome Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan here with us. He'll be our halftime guest tonight. But, yeah, it's a, it's a rivalry game about 10 miles apart from school to school, give or take a little bit. You know, Comer won the region last week. We're on a two-game winning streak. It should be a good game tonight. That it should be, and we, uh, we're excited about this on tonight. And, you know, Jacob, the Wolves come in. They're hot right now, starting. Started out the season uh, two and six or zero oh and six, I should say. Won their last two um, in pretty impressive fashion last week. You know, Comer comes in here at uh, I believe it's seven and two. Uh, I do believe tonight they've already clinched the region, and so tonight they probably don't want to play too many of their guys for a long amount of time because really, if they lose tonight, it's really not going to matter as far as the standings go. And that's why I'm kind of thinking that an upset could be brewing. Yeah, and you say we're, we've won two games in a row. Well, if you look at it, we could have won three in a row. You know, you go back to the last home game here, we were maybe four steps away from catching a touchdown pass that would have put us ahead of Thorsby, but you know, things happen in football and the ball uh, was overthrown, but that could have been three wins in a row, but I tell you, two wins in a row ain't bad either. Yeah, that's right, Jacob, three wins in a row and then a probable win next week, uh, you know, finish out the season with four wins, make that record look a little bit better on paper, you know, finishing out the season four and six, but um, it's a tough ask asking them to defeat the region champion tonight, who is perfect in the region so far this season, and they probably want to keep it that way. Yeah, you say Comer's seven and two right now. Both of those losses, which really doesn't matter now because they clinched the region, but both of those losses came in non-region play to Dadeville, who is a powerhouse in 3A right now, and Sachs, who is a powerhouse in 4A, I believe. I think both of those teams right now are sitting undefeated, or Sachs might have one or two losses. But either way, in the region, Comer's just been that dominant team. Yeah, that they have. I mean, Comer has really just played well. They played well for the past three years. I mean, they, they almost won the division last year. Um, or excuse me, the region last year was in the top two, top three the year before that, and then this year have clinched it. So, you know, here in recent years, um, definitely a great job by Adam Fawcett here in the past few years to really turn that program around. 
Yeah, last year Comer got stuffed on the one-yard line against uh, Lynette at home. And, uh, on fourth down, if they would have got Chandler, that touchdown, they would have beat Lynette. And they would, you'd be looking at them as back-to-back region champions. But the road hasn't been easy for Comer, though, to come to the region. They played Vincent, you know, beat them by one point on the road at Vincent, which we both know that's a tough place to play because we were there and had a home game against Isabella, who at the time was the number nine team in the state. And you thought Isabella would have gave them a, a hard time, but, you know, it was a homecoming. Their home it was senior night, actually. And Isabella just couldn't stop that Comer offense. Yeah, that they couldn't. Isabella actually has fallen to fourth in the region, and they got enough of a lead on Fevel, who is fifth right now, that they will still make the playoffs. But um, definitely, like you said, Jacob, it's not been an easy road to get here. Uh, they're defeating everybody they need to. Fevel sneaking up into the year playing on Thursday night. The game was originally supposed to have been played, you know, on Friday night, um, tomorrow night, but Adam Fawcett and Coach Limbaugh agreed to play tonight, and Adam Fawcett wanted to go scout, um, you know, for the playoffs and Coach Limbaugh helping out. Like I said, that was good sportsmanship, and I would have done the same thing. But, uh, you know, that's I, I just feel like we're going to see a lot better football game tonight rather than had we seen this game week three or four. Yeah, and you, you look at that region that Comer will match up with in the playoffs. You have Highland Home. You have La, uh, Laverne. Uh, among others, you have Realtown. That's three powerhouse schools right there in their top three in the region. I think the four seed is still up for grabs. But either way you go, that first round for Comer just won't be that easy. No, that it won't. You are right. That first round for Comer will not be easy. And when you don't have an easy game, you'd rather it be at home, and that's uh, a good thing for Comer. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the seniors wearing the gold jerseys tonight. The first time this year, I believe, we We've worn the gold jerseys. You know, they want to go out on top. But, I mean, it's going to be a steep hill to climb. But the way we're playing football, we we might be close at the end. Yeah, I believe that, too, as well, Jacob. You know, me and Andrew were actually talking about that earlier, that uh, we haven't worn the gold jerseys in a long time. And we could be wrong, but those look like older jerseys. And then yeah, to uh, I, I came in. They st- I thought they were practice shirts at first when they came out of the locker room earlier, but that's the jerseys they're going to wear tonight, and the numbers won't be hard to see tonight. No, that they won't. i, I got to be honest with you. I really like the look of them, too. Uh, I like that a lot better than the than the, um, than the black jerseys or the gray jerseys. Yeah, it's better than the pink or the camo jerseys we've worn this year. Right now. I said they were better than the pink and the camo jerseys. Yeah, well, that was a train wreck at all. Off the field and on the field. <laughs> well, we almost won in the pink jerseys. Yeah. Oh, was that the Thor's beginning? That was yeah, the Thor's beginning. That was the first good game we played, I guess. Well, Blake, you look at this matchup. We talk about it's a rivalry game. And, you know, these two teams kind of intertwine with each other. You look in the early parts of Fayetteville's young history. You know, they didn't field a team till 1997. Uh, I can't remember the first head coach's name, but you look at the second and the third head coach, uh, Coach Byron Brasher and Coach Carson Greer, both of them coached at Comer before coming here under legendary coach Bobby Overton. I think we talked about that last week on the way to, to Woodland. And, you know, the Comer band back before Fayetteville had a band would travel to Childersburg when we had an off night or a Thursday night game. We would travel to Childersburg, and we were actually Fayetteville's band. Really? Yeah. I, I did not know that. So when was the first time Fayetteville put out a band then? It, it's probably been maybe 10 years. Wow. Well, 
It would have to be a little bit longer than 10 years ago because 10 years ago I would have been in the fifth grade. So when I was in the fifth grade, I know we had a band. So maybe closer to 15. Yeah, and the, the, the band, Joan, I tell you what, that Fayetteville marching band sounds really good. Yes, that it does, Jacob. And they probably had a band whenever they came home in 2007. Uh, you know, to have the first home game here at Farm Links Field. And speaking of Farm Links Field, we got a showdown tonight. Yeah, it's going to be, like I said earlier, it's going to be an uphill battle. But if we do things right and limit mistakes, any man with two hands has a fighting chance. That he does, Jacob. That he does. And, you know, the Wolves out here, they're excited to show up for this crowd. And there's already a decent amount of people here. And I'm sure that it's going to keep filling up here in these seats as people keep walking in. And I think we're going to have a good ball game this evening. Yeah, and, uh, you know, senior night festival activities going on right now. Uh, it looks like the, you know, our football team is out here supporting their senior brothers at the, on their last home game. But you know, everybody wearing a gold jersey tonight wants to go out there and give their best. They're, they're on a hot streak right now. And I would say between that first win against Coosa and last week, we looked like a completely different team. Yeah, we did, Jacob. Shouldn't have won the game against Coosa. You know, we've talked about that last week. Went out there, played with a lot of energy, a lot of effort, and we put two halves of football together. And that time, it resulted in a win. And uh, really, this football team right now should be three and three and five. Yeah, and you look, we haven't put a full game together. Thorsby, we came out of the locker room, and I believe, as Coach Limbaugh said, this week he wants to shock the world. I believe we shocked the world against Thorsby and said, hey, we can play football when we want to. That we did, Jacob. And I'm going to tell you my key to the game this evening, the one thing that the Wolves have to do, and that is stop number 23. Yeah, you know, Kamora Harris is a special once-in-a-lifetime player. I don't think Comer's seen a player like him probably since the 90s when they won their last region championship. But, you know, he's a special ball player. I believe he's already starting to receive offers, but it's not just him. It's Devin Harvey. It's Richard Weed. I mean, we're looking at the same roster right here. There's playmakers from number two to number 77. That it is, Jacob. And you see these guys out on the end, on the edge for the, excuse me, for them. You got Chris Garrett, James Carmichael, um, Jay Gaddis, guys' names that we've been calling for three and four years. So, Last year they had the talent. This year they have the veterans, they have the leadership, the experience, and the talent. And I think this team is definitely poised for a deep playoff run and possibly even bringing the first state championship through Comer. Well, you're talking about veterans and you're talking about talent. Let's look at that offensive and defensive line. It's anchored by Mr. Brandon Blankenship. He is, they call him Mr. Comer. I mean, back there in media days, David McCurley was there and, I believe it was him or somebody else asked him, does he own any other clothes other than Comer stuff? He said, yeah, his underwear. So he has pride in that school. He anchors the line on both sides of the ball. He's another player we're going to have to try to stop, or he's going to be in the backfield all night. Yeah, one thing that really sticks out to me is number 57 right guard, Caden Brown. You look right here, he is a ninth grader starting on varsity. So you know he has got to be a lot to handle being a ninth grader with that big roster they have starting on the offensive side of the ball. And, yeah, we're starting a lot of ninth graders too, but you look at their ninth graders and you look at our ninth graders, they outsize each other 30 pounds. Yeah, that they do, Jacob. And you know, to speak a little bit more on Kamora Harris, he, I believe he did receive an offer from Colorado State. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook the other day. And I'll tell you what, Colorado State's not a, a bad facility. I found a video on YouTube, it was a tour of their athletics facilities, and that, that would be a good place to sign. Yeah, that it would be, other than the fact they never win. Well, they don't. They don't win against you know the SECs of the world. But I think they don't. They win in their conference. 
No, they, them and Colorado were the only teams that were winless here until a couple weeks ago. Well, maybe it would take a special player like Kamori to turn things around. In that Colorado. it would. That that it would. Jacob, as the seniors make their way off of the field, and wow, we are definitely graduating a lot out of this senior class from the band, the cheerleading squad, and the uh, and the football team. But you know, most notably the other places because the football team has a lot of sophomores and freshmen starting. Yeah, I believe we're we're graduating six seniors off of the football team this year. But you look at the players we have coming back, and Atticus Jacks is a junior this year. I think we had that conversation last week too. He is a junior this year, so we'll have him back next year. But you're you're losing two of your offensive playmakers. You're losing Reed Wallace and the the guy we see running across the field now wearing the orange cleats once again, Mr. Zeke Delote. That is going to be definitely somebody they'll miss next year. You know, Zeke Delote's been starting for about three years now. He's that go-to guy. They're in trouble. Who do we give it to? Let's give it to Zeke on a screen. Let's throw it to Zeke deep. He comes down with the ball. He's a ball magnet. Um, so they're going to have to find that guy to, that will fill his shoes. And somebody that I think is going to have to step up on the offensive side of the end with him being gone as well as Reed being gone. And I would say that is Atticus Jacks. You know, plays tight end. Gets a few looks as well as Solid Brooks. You know, he's one of those guys that we don't call names a lot. But those are definitely some guys that will have to step up next season to try to fill his shoes. And, you know, last week we had valid that Zeke's mom does listen to us. We saw that Facebook post, and I yes. think we got a kick out of that. But we did. Congratulations to her. She's got three three senior football players. You know, Bailey and Pacey's graduated now. And now you have Zeke graduating this year, but there's still Braden coming up. Yeah, uh, I believe Pacey and Zeke and then Braden are hers. So, yeah, they will. Uh, she'll have a break, I guess, of coming and watching for a few years, have her Friday nights back. And then when Braden gets there, <laughs> she'll be back here for Friday Night Lights. But I know she's excited to see Zeke play out there tonight. We are too, and hopefully he has a big enough game that he can carry this Wolves team to a victory. But looking at another senior, Reed Wallace, this is his first year playing football. He's a senior this year, and I tell you what, he's made some noise. That he has, Jake. He's made multiple catches in multiple games. He has played hard, and um, we know we expect that again tonight as uh, everybody's kind of Starting to fill the stands, and as the senior parents come up here, it's definitely starting to fill up now, Jacob. I don't think it's quite as big of a crowd as we've seen at homecoming, but uh, there's a lot here now. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the, some some more senior football players, a, a special senior. One, that, uh, he he pulls double duty on Friday nights, and I believe last year he made a game-saving tackle against Horseshoe Bend last year. He's, uh, he's in the band, and he plays football. That's Mr. Jacob Deloach, so congratulations to him, too. And, Absolutely. You know, it, it takes a lot, you know, to go from band practice to football practice every day. Oh, yeah, that it does, Jacob. Going from band to football practice and then, you know, not being able to be in halftime, having to go play with the band in his football uniform and go back. I think it's really cool, and any time I see a football player out there playing band, it's playing in the band is something cool because, He's just a well-rounded individual able to go out there and play ball and also play an instrument. Yeah, and uh, one senior, I don't, I don't know why we failed to mention his name, you know, another playmaker, Cadence Barrett. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Jacob. He has played hard this year, and he is definitely, in our couple wins that we've had this year, he has been the catalyst to carry the football and run hard and power run at the end of games in order for us not to have to put the ball in the air. And I wouldn't call him 
our second string quarterback. He's our heavy package quarterback. So when it's time to run the ball, that's the one you look for. Yeah, that it is, Jacob. And, you know, we're excited about tonight. And uh, I think if Wolves come out here and play hard, I think they can catch the Comer Tigers napping. Well, you know, Comer probably already has this game chalked up as a win. And sometimes when teams do that, it's not pretty for the team that comes in with a heavy head. I do agree, Jake. If you go back about three weeks ago and play Comer, or excuse me, when we played Thorsby, Thorsby thought coming here and thought they had the game won, and uh, it took them to the last minute to secure the win. You know, that next night, Comer played Isabella at home, and uh, my niece, you know, we talked about she cheers at Isabella. Well, some of their friends went to Thorsby. One of them was, was actually the Thorsby quarterback, and uh, he admitted that they did come to Farm Link still with a, a big head, and it almost costed them. Yeah, yeah, that it is. And, and that'll help them out further down the road, admitting that they did that, and now that'll teach them a lesson not to ever overlook an opponent. Yeah, anything can happen on any given night. Yeah, that it can, Jacob. And uh, we're down probably less than 15 minutes to kick off, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back in the Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth here at Farm Links Field with the football pregame show. It's back. That's right, school is back in session. And that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right, school is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at ToyotaofSilicaga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal, no matter your credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number. You're part of the family. 39765 Highway 280. Toyota of We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. Lumber prices have come down, so if you put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sand Hardware and get everything you need. They don't have just lumber. They have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks that have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You can't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellowwood lumber, too. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sand Hardware on Highway 280 North in Oak Grove. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick Redman, a dentist at Southern Smiles of Silicaga. And I'm Dr. Casey Price. Together we treat patients who experience deep fear when it comes to the dental drill. But another source of big anxiety for people can be the dental bill. That's why at Southern Smiles of Silicaga, we've made it our mission to offer affordable, convenient dental care in a comfortable, welcoming environment. We offer affordable financing, and because we know you're busy, we will try to make your dental appointment as convenient as possible. It doesn't get any more convenient than that. It will never embarrass
embarrass you, belittle you, or make you feel self-conscious about your teeth. Even if you haven't seen a dentist in years, that's all right with us. Sedation Dentistry, affordable, convenient, and compassionate. Give us a call today at Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, the office of Dr. Rick Redman and Dr. Casey Price at 256-245-3645 or visit southernsmilesofsilicaga.com and leave your fear behind. Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett as we're about 10 minutes now from kickoff. And uh, we're excited about this matchup as the Comer Tigers are visiting the hometown Wolves tonight. Um, so uh, we're, we're excited about this matchup this evening. And uh, we got some word on who our head official is tonight and it appears that no one knows who is the um, is the head official but we'll take a quick break for the prayer and then we'll be right back Cusa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama continues to grow thanks to all our loyal customers who love great vehicles at lower prices. We have cars up to three dollars and $4,000 off. Our payments are normally $100 to $200 less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. If you're looking for a gas saver, if you just want to improve your situation, please stop by Coosa Valley Auto Sales open from 10.30 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 a.m. till 12.30 on Saturday on Highway 280 right across from Elite Daycare Center. The Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupfiftingword.com. Welcome back to Name That Company. We're in the final round. The winner of this round will be our grand prize winner, so let's go. Unique, stylish, quality furniture at a price you can afford. Jim. Furniture Masters. Correct. Easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances you can take home seven days a week. Angie. Furniture Masters. Correct. Professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted. Bob. Furniture Master. Correct. With Furniture Masters, you're always a winner. In the Fort Williams Square Shopping Center on Highway 280. Live from the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth, this is Fayetteville Wolves High School Football. Welcome back work presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Those of you listening, we do apologize. Uh, they kind of threw us a curve there. They usually do the pledge and the, the prayer about five minutes to kick off. Now they did it to ten, so we had to come back for just a short segment. Uh, but now we're back for a few minutes before the, the game kicks off. And we're actually going to start a new segment, uh, I believe we're going to do from now on, Jacob, because I liked it when you told me about it, and that is series history. So, Jacob, what do we have? Well, unfortunately for the Fayetteville Wolves, I think, you know, well, let's let's go back. 
you know, Comrie's place to look yeah. It was it was never a game. You know, Bobby Overton left, it was blowout after blowout. So Mike Battles, who was the coach at Comer, dropped Silicaga. Well, you had to fill that slot at the end of the year. Well, we played them in Jamboree games, but never a regular season game. Yeah. Then finally, Mike Battles and Coach John Limbaugh agreed, hey, let's play this game at the end of the year. So we played them at the end of the year for a while. Then some mid-season games, I believe one was Comer's homecoming one year. Well, the state decided let's put us in the same region. And I tell you, since Comer's been put in that region, man, have they been relentless. As It it has been one-sided for sure, Jacob, since Comer has joined the region. I, the Wolves have, have not fared very well with an 0-3 record, I do believe, since they joined the region. Yeah, and this is the ninth, oh, game, two, excuse me. The ninth game in the contest. Fayetteville, Comer. Fayetteville's won two. Comer's won six. So... Well, you know, we we've got some catching up to do. That's right. The Wolves looking to inch closer there as the captains get ready to take the field uh, for the Comer Tigers. Number four, James Carmichael. Number six, Adam Odom. Number two, Chris Garrett, and number fourteen, Jay Gaddis. And for the Wolves, we have number four, Cor Coy Hightower. Number twelve, Cadence Barrett. Number two, Zeke Deloach. Number twenty-two, Reed Wallace. Uh, number 72, Chandler Manus. Number 99, Jacob Deloach. And finally, last but not least, number 35, Caden Whitehead. Yeah, you know, all the seniors are out there for the coin toss this time, and congratulations to all them. And we'll, we'll try to give you all the senior band members and cheerleaders and football players as the game progresses tonight. Yeah, absolutely, as the White Hat official, who we can't get a name for, even though we have tried. Um, is out there flipping the coin, and you know if John Limbaugh wins this toss, he will receive. Yeah, and you know, last week Woodland won the toss, but still gave us the ball first, but you know Coach Limbaugh loves that ball first, so he can set the tone. That it is. That he does, and we're getting a signal out there. The TV station is actually here for this game, because it is the game of the week. Yeah, uh, Silicaga and Childersburg are off this week, so hey, why not have this as the game of the week? Absolutely, so the Wolves will receive... The kick and Comer will defend. They shake hands and they'll come to the sideline. So we'll be kicking this thing off here in about four minutes. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with live game coverage here on the Federal Sports Network. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA, Housing Lender, NMLS, ID 464059, annual percentage rate vary, membership required, restrictions apply. My name is Lynn Hodges, and I recently went to Coosa Valley Medical Center for my annual mammogram. Since I'm classified as a senior citizen, I've experienced many mammograms over my years. Most of those tests have been painful, but my most recent mammogram was by far the most comfortable. The new 3D mammogram machine at Coosa Valley made for a pleasant and comfortable experience. Thank you, Coosa Valley, for making a life-saving test, one that was so much better. CBMC continues to be a jewel in the crown of our community. 
Man, I love coming to your house to watch the game on this patio. Did you build it yourself? Yeah, man, I did. And I got everything I needed right here locally at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware. Really? Yep. I got the big green egg, the fire pit, and the propane heaters. Plus the meat church seasonings for the chicken, blues hog rub and sauce for the ribs, and the charcoal to coat them on. All at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware store. Look for them in the red corner of Ogletree Plaza. Well, I really didn't know they had all that, but our patio is really more for the teenagers. They have uni pizza ovens, too. That should be a hit with your boys. You're right, it would. I'll have to check out the new Ace Hardware store in Silicaga. Thanks. Now you're home for live Wolves football play-by-play on the flagship station for Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, RadioAlabamaSports.net. is right here. This is Fayetteville Wolves football on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Sylacauga, Milo's, Ace Hardware Sylacauga, Allen Brew Market, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Southern Smiles of Sylacauga, Atkinson Homes, Area Real Estate, Movement Mortgage, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Sylacauga Chamber of Commerce, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Vans Ant Hardware, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Childersburg Parks and Recreation, Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Central Alabama Community College, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, Furniture Masters, Sarah Automotive Silicaga, Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce, Alta Point Health, Broadway Spinal Care, and First Bank of Alabama. Now, here is color analyst Jacob Bassett and the voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, Blake Bagley. Welcome in to live game action. Our presenting game sponsor is Point Oda of Silicaga. As we are getting this thing underway, and it is a deep hit there by number 19, Noah Weber. Short return as the Wolves will set up at their own 33-yard line. That's good 67 yards on this one, Jacob. And uh, we'll see what the Wolves can draw up here. Well, uh, Fayetteville got the benefit of having the ball first. You know Coach Limbaugh can run some clock if he wants to. And to do that, you're going to have to keep the ball out of this Comer offense's hand. So you're going to have to have good ball control tonight. That you will. So Peyton's in at quarterback. He'll take the snap. It'll be a toss to the left side to Cam Hammonds as the first play. And uh, he might sneak back to the line of scrimmage. And they'll give him a yard. Oh, they'll give him two yards, so that'll bring up second and eight. Yeah, I believe if he would have cut just a little bit sooner, he could have had three, maybe four more yards on that play. That he could have, Jacob. And uh, the uh, Comer Tigers come out tonight in black helmets, white jerseys with black letters and gold pants. And uh, the Wolves come out with gold jerseys, with gold helmets, and gray pants. So there won't be any problem distinguishing between the two this evening. Peyton will take the snap. He'll drop back. It's a screen to Zeke Deloach. Well covered. He jukes a man out. Um, that was good coverage there by it looked like number eight, Raylan Sims, that shot through there. Zeke made him miss, and Zeke picks up a yard. So third down and seven and not where you want to be on your first drive. Yeah, and Jai Gaddis on the uh, tackle as well. So, you know, you've got to get past those calmer defensive backs if you want to have success. That you do. So for this third down, and we'll call it a long medium, you got two receivers to the near side, one to the far. 
And Hammond's in the backfield with Peyton. Peyton takes a snap. He throws a slant over the middle. Caught by Reed Wallace. Juggled it and made the catch at about the 42-yard line. He drops it, but they'll say he caught it, and the ground calls a fumble. So now the Wolves will look at it fourth and a long one here, Jacob. And Limbaugh is not going to roll the dice. He's going to send out the punt unit, but I know Adam Fawcett's expecting the fake here. Yeah, and uh, he said in an earlier interview this week, I believe it was with David McCurley, during that little four-minute interview they have that, hey, you never know when Coach John Limbaugh is going to pull something out of his hat. That's exactly right. So, standing back. Oh, and there is it's a bad snap. Looked like a fake. Hunter Hammonds had to fall on it back at the 35. And that's where the Comer Tigers will take over. Don't like the play call. Why? Neither. You had a chance to pin them deep. That's why we're two and eight right now. It's play calls like that. That it is, Jacob. We're actually two and six. But well, same yes, difference. You're right. Like, you're right. Worse. It, it, it does feel worse. But yes, you're right, Jacob. That's bad play calls. If you're gonna go for it, go for it. If you're gonna punt it, punt it. And uh, so that cost them there, and that'll give BB Comer good field position. Chase snaps the 40, drops back. It's going to be a little screen. Ball hits the ground. Play blown dead as it was intended for James Carmichael, and he had some green grass in front of him. Yeah, and there for a second, I thought they were going to let him run with it. It was a late whistle. I believe he had to find it on his wrist. But, yeah, everybody saw that ball hit the ground. That it did. And number three, Devin Harvey is the quarterback for the Comer Tigers. He is a junior, and this is his first year starting as um, Devontae Carmichael was a quarterback last year. He's since graduated. Graduated. So Harvey takes the snap. It's going to be a little toss around to the left side. We'll sniff that one out and stop it for about a gain of three, and that was Tristan Garrett on the carry. Yeah, it's going to be a third and long situation here. Comer has the receiver, so you would expect something, maybe a shallow pass, maybe a little bubble screen or a little bump screen. Or, you know, you never know what Fawcett's going to do on third down. Hey, you're exactly right about that, Jacob. And so about three minutes into this first quarter, no score, and the Comer Tigers are facing a third down and eight. Going to stack two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Harvey with Garrett in the backfield. He'll take the snap, and he's going to fake the handoff. Fires one over the middle intended for James Carmichael on the slant. And probably should have been caught incomplete. That'll bring up fourth down. So now it's a big decision for Coach Adam Fawcett, but I believe they're in territory where this has to be four downs. Yeah, that it does. And I'd, I'd let Noah Wimmer come out and kick his thing. He's got a leg. Yeah. But they are at 32, so that'd be a 49-yard field goal. And that, a lot of college kickers can't make that. So Harvey steps back out of the shotgun. He fires one deep. He's got a man wide open. At the 10-yard line, down the sideline, that's Raylan Sims. That's caught. That's first down. Yeah, great job by Raylan Sims to know where he was at on the field, you know, maybe a couple of steps from going out of bounds, but he did just what he had to do to catch it and then go out of bounds. That he did. He went on the wheel route to the left side out of the backfield, and the uh, the corner just caught him a little too late. So great pickup, great play call by the Comer offense. First down at the 10-yard line. Harvey takes the snap, flips it on a jet sweep. Around to the right side of the field, finally taken down around the six-yard line is Richard Weed. So they're gonna get. They gave it a Weed there on the little flip. Can't do much. Second down. Yeah, Richard Weed's a, a special player for that Comer offense. He's a he's a quick player, and he's one of those you're gonna have to look out for. Number 23 still hasn't seen a snap. Yep. 
That he has, and well, we probably won't see him tonight, Jacob. Three receiver set, and they will draw the Wolves' defensive line offsides, and Adam Fawcett used Limbaugh's play call against him there. Yeah, he took the words right out of my mouth because that's what I was fixing to say, but the hard count always gets them. Yeah, that it does. So that'll be five yards forwards. Or will that be half the distance of the goal, Jacob? It's going to be a half the distance this close. Okay, so luckily it only cost them two yards instead of five yards there. So second down and goal from the three. Four receivers out there, three to the near side. Harvey takes the snap. It's a screen to the right side to Weed, and Weed is taken down in the backfield. Well behind the line of scrimmage, Wolves' defense was not Excuse me. Ooh, that's the word I was looking for. And that was Mr. Britton Cantrell on the tackle. Yep, he is one of the younger guys. I believe he is a freshman, Jacob. I think he is, too. One of those freshman JV players that, you know, won the JV championship Tuesday night. That he is. So third down and seven. Same set. Harvey takes the snap, drops back. It's going to be a screen pass over the middle. Batted at the line of scrimmage. Excuse me, a slant pass. It was batted at the line of scrimmage. He had James Carmichael wide open. Should have been a touchdown, but that'll bring up fourth and goal from the seven. And you, you might see Noah Wimmer here. Well, or Coach Adam Fawcett might go for it here, say, Say Fable uh, makes the stop. That's going to pin Comer deep, and there is big number 23. Uh, so, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you do about it? I can't do much, but he's got – that's a long seven yards. You're going to have to go line fourth down, and Kamora Harris comes onto the field. One receiver to the near side, two to the far. Takes the snaps, a handoff to Kamora up the middle. Nobody can stop him. He jumps over a man into the end zone, and there's six. Yeah, you know, when you see 23 on the field, that close to the end zone, they're going to feed him the ball every time, and that right there just showed why. That they are, and the Wolves really could have had opportunities to take him down, but nobody wanted to get in front of him. It was like they were timid. Would you? I mean, if I played football, yeah, but that's why I didn't play football. Do your job, right? That's right. Do your job. You signed up. For that tackling. So Wimmer for the extra point. Snaps good, holds good, kick is through the uprights and good. So your new score is BB Comer Tigers 7 Wolves 0. We'll take a quick break and be back with the football game of the week on the Federal Sports Network. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team, too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want, whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking. We make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth here at Farm Links Field. The Comer Tigers have struck first and are up 7 to nothing now with about 7 minutes to go here in this first quarter. And uh, Jacob, question, questionable play calling there by the Wolves there in that first series. And there's the kick by Wimmer. It's a low one across the middle, fielded by Zeke at the 20. He's out to the 25, jukes a man out to the 27, carries a couple more, gets almost to the 30-yard line. We'll call it about the 28. And um, 
Well, no, he'll get out past the 35 to the 37. My apologies on that. The grass is yellow, and so are the numbers. Yeah, but let's uh, go back to that play call. On fourth fourth down, you're playing one of the best offenses you've seen all year, probably better than that Vincent offense. You know how potent they were. Why would you do something to give them good field position? I don't know, Jacob. That was questionable play call, and they give up two fourth down conversions. So we'll see if the Wolves can answer here. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Takes a snap. Peyton hands it off to Cam Hammonds up the middle. He's going nowhere. That will be a loss of three yards. Yeah, right now it's looking like we might need to put those running plays back in our back pocket and start passing the ball because they're going to stuff the run all night. And, Jacob, you knew best player, number 23, Kamora Harris, he was going to get fed the ball. They bring him out seven yards. They needed seven yards on a fourth and goal, and they got it. And usually seven, no. Fourth and goal from the seven, and they run the ball. Usually, that's where you stuff them, and we couldn't do it. Nobody, nope. nobody wanted it on a run play. They didn't throw it to him; they ran it with him. So that was bad preparation um, on the Wolves' side there. But second down and twelve, three receivers set. Peyton takes the snap, fires one over the middle, caught by Reed Wallace. Reed Wallace has about. 15 to 16 yards on it, and that'll be a Southern Smiles of Sylacauga first down. Yeah, and that could have that could have been a touchdown, but uh, hats off to Adam Odom, number six for the Tigers on keeping a hand on that jersey and not letting them score. That he does. Peyton has two completions, and they've both been to Senior Reed Wallace, who is having a big night so far. First first down for this Wolves team, and now they're at the 50. Yeah, we talked about how special of a player Reed has been for this offense, and you just got—you have to think to yourself, why are you going to wait till your senior year, and here you are contributing? I know it. Reed to the near side, the lows to the far side. Peyton takes a snap, drops back, and it is a screen pass over the head of number three, Cole Hardy. And had that been completed, he might not have had much room, Jacob. No, no. Fortunate for us, you know, a backwards pass in high school is still a pass, I believe. It is? I believe it is. Really? I didn't know that. I believe if, if your quarterback goes in a throwing motion, that that's a that's considered a pass. That's another one of those just ignorant, doesn't make any sense, high school rules. I don't know who makes the rules for high school football, but they're just ignorant. Well, we got to go to Washington, D.C. for that. Yeah, answer. that we do. So three receivers set here on the second and ten. Peyton takes a snap, and he's going to keep it up the middle. He'll bounce it to the left side. He will cut back in, and he'll get about five yards there. As he uh, he cut it back to the left side, and that was probably a good decision there, Jacob. Yeah, and uh, it's a third and manageable, and if we don't get cute right here, maybe do a hard count. Maybe we can get an easy first down. That we might could, Jacob. So, like you said, third and medium here. Comer 45. If you don't get this, I would imagine you'd go for it. And uh, I think you need to give it to number two, Zeke Deloach, right here. Yeah, Zeke's been the playmaker, and if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have scored against... Thor's being been in the game like we were. He's the playmaker you need to find. That he is, or maybe try to get it out to Reed Wallace, who has two catches so far. He's split out to the far end by himself, hard end to Loach to the near side. Peyton takes a snap, he'll throw it across the middle to Zeke DeLoach, a little behind him, and lucky that wasn't intercepted. Yeah, Chris Wilson and was it Devin Harvey in the area, and Wilson almost had that one in his hands. Yeah, that he did. So that'll be fourth and five, and maybe this time we'll actually punt the ball as uh, Ashton Donahue trots out there. Yes, if there was ever a time you needed to punt, now is that time to try to pin this Comer offense deep and try to make a few plays on defense. Yeah. 
this would be the time I might have pulled the trick out on this one because he wasn't really expected just fourth and about medium. I would have probably done it here, but Donahue standing at his own 42. He takes the snaps, a good snap. He gets a little bit of leg into it. It'll land at 35, back to the 30, to the 25. It'll roll all the way down to about the 13-yard line. Wow. Here's your punt. Here's your opportunity. Let's go defense. Let's make some plays and try to get this ball back. Yeah, defense definitely not impressive on that first drive. They held them to about no gain on a few plays, but gave up two fourth-down conversions. And the one that I would be most upset about was that fourth and seven on the goal line, and you let a running play score you a touchdown. Yeah, if my memory serves me correctly, I believe we had them on third down a couple of times. That we did. Three receiver set. Takes a snap. Devin Harvey. There's flags. It's going to be a false start. And that'll help. That it will. Not sure who that was on. Legal procedure against the Tigers. That'll back him up five. I believe it was a legal procedure. I believe that was on Richard Weed. You know, we need to have referees with microphones. That we do. So first down at 15 now for the Comer Tigers. Be around the 10-yard line. Same set. Harvey has Harris in the backfield. He hands it all up the middle to Kamora Harris. Kamora Harris is still running, and he'll pick up probably about 10 yards on the carry. And that's what we needed to do on that fourth and seventh play. It looked like they wanted him that time and got him for a – a minimal game for Kamora Harris. Yeah, that it is. But, Jacob, one thing that I think makes Kamora so good at what he does is he's so patient. You see that he waits on the holes to open up. He don't just blast up the middle. It's like he's kind of running in slow motion, but he's waiting on those holes to open up, and that's why he's got two carries for 17 yards. He takes a snap. Harvey's going to be a handoff to Kamora Harris up the middle. Harris, he's gone. That's a touchdown right up the middle. He's outran everybody. And he is down the field. That's six more for the Tigers. Big hole there for Kamora to run through, and there's six. And uh, just just no words for how special of a ball player he really is. I mean, like you said, he's patient. He waits for that hole to open. And once he finds that hole, it's pretty much taillights from that point. Yeah, somebody looked for Moses out here because I know he parted the Red Sea one time, but he parted that whole middle of the field for Kamora. I didn't see a Wolves player even in the middle. Correction. They parted the Gold Sea. The Gold Sea. <laughs> Yeah, that field is gold. Snaps good. Kick is up wobbly. No good. And that's a rare miss for one of those uh, juniors, Noah Wimmer. I thought he was a senior. I was going to say senior leader, but he is not. So new score, Comer Tigers 13, Wolves 0, and uh, we'll keep it here for this break. And Jacob Wolves find themselves in a hole real quick. Well, we knew how special of a team was coming in. We didn't see Kamori Harris for the first, you know, six, seven plays of the drive. We put him in for one play. He scores. We get a stop on him. His second play, he scores. So two out of the three times he touched the ball, he scored. You have to find an answer for 23 if you want to be a contender tonight. Yeah, that you do. And I believe he has more touchdowns than the Wolves do rushing yards. Yeah, no, I believe he has more rushing yards than we have rushing yards for the season. I believe he does. So now Wimmer, who's a busy man tonight, will be out to kick this thing deep. And 
You know, we talked about a few years ago. I, I believe it was two years ago, and I remember telling people Comer did not have a field goal kicker, so it was going to be tough for him in the playoffs. Special teams makes a difference. Well, now, look at them. they got a, a junior out there who will be back next year who can kick and kick very well, and that is a huge weapon when you're deep in the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I think suffice to say that this is actually a com- the most complete Comer team we've seen in a while. That it is. So that's a deep kick. Be fitted by Cadence Baird. He drops it at about the 15, and he'll run around bit to the 20 and be out at the 25. So he recovered um, what could have been lost right there. So Wolves got decent field position at 25, and they got to go 75 yards. And uh, now you, you want to hold on to the ball. Be smart with it. That you do. Only about four minutes left to go in this first quarter. You're down 13. You're at home. It's senior night. You need to get a score here if you want to keep this crowd in it. And I would leave the trick plays in the back pocket the rest of the game. Go with your offense that got you the two wins that you have right now. Agree, Jacob. So Reed Wallace by himself to the far side, Loach and Hardy to the near side. Peyton takes the snap. It's a handoff straight up the gut to Cam Hammonds, and Cam Hammonds will get about two yards before his forward progress is stopped. Second now. Yeah, thank God forward progress does count in football because they were pushing him back. And if it wasn't for the forward progress, they'd blow the they wouldn't blow the whistle. So he that, was down. Yeah, that they wouldn't. And so that was actually a gain of four yards there. And uh, that was actually Hunter Hammonds on the carry, not Cam Hammonds. So second down and about six to go. Peyton takes the snaps, handoff up the middle again. This time it is going nowhere. Loss of one. I'm trying to see who the ball carrier was. I think it was Hunter again. It was Hunter. Number 11, Hunter Hammonds on the carry. Play fails to now, now you start. Now you try to take a shot right here. Uh, I wouldn't go with a screen. I would try to go with a slant play. That play, you know, it didn't work against Thorsby at the end of the game, but that slant play might work. That it would, and you got one-on-one coverage here with Reed Wallace to the near side. Takes a snap, Peyton. It's going to be a toss to the right side to Cam Hammonds, and that was definitely going nowhere. So they'll lose four yards back to the original line of scrimmage about two and a half minutes ago. So another three and out for the Wolves. And you have to question yourself why we would go for a toss play right there when you need to take shots. You're down 13 to nothing. And you showed no signs of life yet in the first quarter. Well, Jacob, we're not the coach. So, Donahue standing back there to punt this thing. Standing deep, about his own 10-yard line. Snaps good. He steps into it. Kick is short. Will land at the 45. Bounce to about the 48 and a half. We'll call it the 49, and that's where the Comer Tigers will take over when we come back. Coosa Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business a dumpster to put recyclables into, and they offer demolition services. Call 256-245-4300 for a quote or for more information. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for when they plan to reopen to the public. Welcome back to Farm Links Field, where the Wolves find themselves in a hole here, down 13 to nothing, and giving the ball back to the Comer Tigers with good field position. About a minute and a half to go here in the first quarter. That first play there, Comer fires one to the left sideline. Excuse me, uh, Harvey fires one to the left sideline, incomplete. 
He'll take the snap this time, go right back, same play. Miscommunication with the receiver. Two straight incompletions, third down. And I believe we might see a change in play, but I believe Coach Adam Fawcett is going to take a shot downfield or bring Big 23 in. I don't see him out, so, yeah, probably a shot downfield. Here. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea to hand it out to Kamora Harris because he's got about a football field worth of average yards per carry right now. Takes a snap, and it's going to hand off straight up the middle to Garrett. And Garrett will get about five yards, so this will make it fourth and manageable. And uh, you would expect Fawcett to go for it here, and I believe that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I don't blame him. You got seven yards on a running play at the end zone, so I would say, yeah. And you just see that Comer line just towers over the Wolves line. Yeah, that Comer line is probably the biggest line we've seen all year. That it is. In the shotgun, Harvey hands it off the middle to Garrett. Garrett around to the left side. He's got a first down and then some. He'll pick up probably 10 total. So that's another first down. Comer Tigers 3 of 3 on fourth down right now. And as a defense, that's unacceptable. Yeah, and that's when you have to stop them. Really, you need to stop them. You know, third and long, these third and mediums, third and shorts is really helping Comer tonight. Yeah, that it is. So now with a fresh set of downs from 35. Harvey will take the snap, or it's a direct snap to him, and run up the middle for about five. And then we got a new signal caller in there. That's Chris Garrett on that one. And he took the direct snap up the middle and picked up about five second down. You know, if we had a statistician... I would love to see how many pancake blocks Mr. Zachariah Carpenter has. Because every man he's covered tonight has been flat on their back. <laughs> he's probably, without a, without a doubt, their biggest player. Yeah. So they still got Chris Garrett in there at quarterback. Ten seconds to go in the first quarter. He'll take the snap. It's a little toss over to Tristan Garrett, who's to the right side. But he cuts it back to the left side. Had a little bit of daylight, but he'll end up losing a yard. And that'll bring up. Third down for the Tigers, and that'll bring us to the end of the first quarter, and the Wolves are down 13 to the Tigers. We'll be right back to the Sports Network here Thompson shortly. It's back. That's right. School is back in session, and that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Sylacauga. That's right. School is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving. It's back. That's right. School is back in session. And that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Sylacauga. That's right. School is back. And so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicauga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at ToyotaofSilicauga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. No matter your Past credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280. Toyota of We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. Welcome back to 
the start of the second quarter. This live game action is presented by Toyota of Silicaga as the Comer Tigers here face a third and about seven. Since Garen in motion, Harvey takes a snap. He drops back. He's got a clean pocket. Fires one deep to Richard Weed, and it'll be caught at about the six-yard line, dragging his toes. That would have been an NFL catch, first and goal. Yeah, and that was a very, very close to being caught out of bounds. I wish we had a little higher up seats here at Farm Link Field, but that's not the case. But I do believe he got a toe in before he went out. Yeah, that he did, Jacob. So great catch, great hookup, and that offensive line gave him all day. He could have read a book back there. First down and goal from the five. Harvey takes the snap, drops back. He fires one uh, across the middle, completed to James Carmichael on the out route. And that'll be six more for the Tigers. Yeah, and uh, James Carmichael picking up the slack where his brother left off, you know, graduated last year. Tell you what, them Carmichaels, you know, with them on the field, that, that, that helps Comer a lot. That it does. So just 30 minutes into this second quarter, Comer strikes again. No score, 19, Wolves 0, awaiting this extra point. Snap good. Oh, good kick this time is good. So that's the new score is 20 to nothing, and this crowd has been taken out of this thing. Yeah, and that's what you didn't want to do. You want to have this crowd in it the whole game, and you know, down 20 to nothing, not giving this uh, family contingent a lot to cheer for tonight. Yeah, you got a packed house, similar to homecoming. You got to show up, show out. And right now, the Wolves just have no sign of life on either side of the ball. Randy and Greg are probably having fun over there. Well, actually, Excuse me, Greg and Tony. Greg and Tony. And, you know, me and uh, Greg and Tony, before you got here, I was over there talking to them, and we got to talking about them running the clock against Coosa Central last week. And I said, well, you know what? Me and Blake talked about on the radio. You got what you wanted. They ran the clock. But hopefully tonight, that's not the case. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. And hopefully the Wolves here can, can strike and make it a two-possession game and Maybe run a little time off of this clock, Jake. Yeah, and you know, we can hold the ball for long periods of time. We have a 10-minute drive to our credit in our team history. But, you know, doing trick plays and running the ball fourth and long is not going to help. No, that it isn't. So, Wimmer trying to get that ball set up. There's a slight breeze this evening, so knock the ball over. But he'll be to kick off from the 40. It's a short little kick, fielded by... Deloach at about the 28. He's to the 30, to the 35. Cuts it back inside. He fumbled. And stripped away by, I believe it was, Raylan Sims. And he just ripped it right out. So Tigers will take over at the 35. Yeah, and uh, Raylan Sims just kind of threw his body at Zeke. And, you know, Raylan Sims is... Twice as big as Zeke, and, you know, you got a man that big hit you. You better hold on for dear life to that football. Yeah, and unfortunately it didn't. One of the rare fumbles by Deloach. So that will be first and ten for the Tigers, and that's what you didn't want there. Tough break for the Wolves. And Kamora Harris is back in the game as they stand at the 40-yard line to take this snap. In motion is Garrett. Harvey takes a snap. He drops back. Fires one deep. He's got James Carmichael open. He called it six points for the Tigers. A one play, six points. So, new score. Tigers 26, 
12-0, pinning this extra point. You know, you, you have to find an answer for that. We've been good against the pass all year, and tonight we, we just forgot how to defend it. Yeah, that we have. Our secondary is not playing as well as they have throughout the season. As That's two passing touchdowns for Harvey now and two receiving touchdowns for um, Carmichael. And that was a great turnaround there to just to the ball by Carmichael. Yeah, and we had two faithful defenders in the area. Uh, we did. Snap good, kick good. So 27-0 now. Tigers go up. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with the action here on the Federal Sports Network. The Silicaga Parks and Recreation is partnering with Coosa Valley Medical Center, Santa Magic Studios, and Walmart to host a breast cancer survivor's reception on Thursday, October 27th at the J. Craig Smith Community Center at 6 p.m. This reception will feature catered hors d'oeuvres from Hickory Street Cafe. There will be a pumpkin decorating contest with prizes from CVMC, the Mercantile, and Magnolia's Gift Shop. There will also be a photo booth and pictures with Santa. This event is free. They ask that you please register at silicaga.rectus.com so they can get a general number of people coming. You're listening to the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Now, back to the action. Welcome back to Farmland's Field, where it is not going well for the hometown Wolves down 27 to nothing, just less than a minute into this second quarter, giving up two scores in 46 seconds, and are set to get the ball back. Short kick again over the middle, fielded by Cole Hardy at the 30. He's to the 35, cuts it to the right side. He's still running out to the 40, to the 45, 40. He finally runs out. Best field position we've had all night to start with. Three, we have good field position to start right here. Now we need to take advantage of it and start moving the football. Yeah, we do, Jacob. Down 27 to nothing. After 13 minutes of play is not where you want to be if you're the Wolves. And unfortunately for us, we've had no success on either side of the ball. But maybe a good offensive drive right here will be the good shot in the arm they need. Yeah, that it will. They're going to need a lot of shots in the arm to come back from this deficit. So at the 45, got a heavy set. Zeke Deloach, long receiver to the near side. Barrett in at quarterback. Takes the snap. There was a false start not called right there as Barrett thrown down about four yards behind the line of scrimmage. And Jacob, I don't know who it was there in the backfield who took off. I believe it was Cam Hammonds. And that was a blatant false start. They, they let him play there. So uh, loss of two, second down and 12. Yeah, that's one of those you're going to see on film and wipe the sweat off your brow and go, Ooh. Yeah. He got away with one there, but uh, yeah, that was uh, Zachariah Carpenter once again in the backfield, just imposing his will. That he is. And Calmer defense has a lot of size and a lot of speed. Barrett still in there at quarterback. Heavy set. Takes the snap, drops back, rolls to the left. He's going to look to fire to Zeke Deloach, throws one deep, and it's intercepted by Harvey at the 30-yard line. He's to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, down to the 45, to the 40. He's still on his feet, and he will finally be brought down at about the 37-yard line. First down, Tigers. You know, as good as that run was, it needs to come back. It needs to be favorable football because there was a jersey tug that wasn't that wasn't called. Yeah, Jacob, but the jersey tug was a little bit early. I don't think. I think that's a good no call there. Just trying to get us all the help we can get. I know, Jacob. Can't blame the officials for everything. 
Great effort there by Zeke, though. He never really had a chance based on the ball placement there. So Kamora Harris back in the game. Cam Holmes checks in as a receiver. First time we've seen him. Takes a snap, toss to the left side to Kamora. Kamora's running. Kamora is finally pushed out of bounds after about five yards. And it don't look like he was pushed. It looked like he willingly stepped out. Yeah, and uh, there was a lot of gold jerseys around him, so nowhere to go. And, you know, with the playoffs looming for the Tigers, you know, Kamora didn't want to take a chance there to get hurt. No, absolutely not. He'll actually split out to receiver now. Five receiver set. Harvey is by himself in the backfield. He takes a snap. He drops back. He's looking, 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 running around, out of a sack, still running. He'll take off and run with it, and he'll be back to the line of scrimmage, and he'll pick up about two, it looks like. Jacob should have had it for a loss of about seven, but wimpy tackling there by the Wolves. Yeah, and that's the play you want back. You know, anytime you're that close to, to getting a, a player of that caliber in the backfield, you always want to bring him down, and, you know, that's one he's wanting back. Yeah, that it is. So that's a bring up third and six. Rare place for the Tigers this evening. Looks like there may have been a flag there. Uh, no. I never saw him make a call. I didn't either. So I'd like to get the ball placement right. Third down and six. Kamora's in the backfield. Harvey takes the snaps and toss to the left side to Kamora, and Kamora is hit at the 40. He's hit a couple more times. He stays on his feet, and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> wow. Touchdown, Tigers. Jay. Jacob, can we go home now? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you had your chance right there once again. You had five, five, count it, one, two, three, four, five gold jerseys on him, and you still couldn't bring him down. Wow, that was just insane, Jacob. And the Tigers just need to fire up the, crank up the bus out there because they, they'll be leaving here for long. And unfortunately, we're, uh, that was uh, number three for the Wolves went down. That was, <laughs> man, Cole Hardy. Cole Hardy. So now Wimron attempt the extra point three minutes into the second quarter. New score, Tigers 33, Wolves 0. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick sneaks through the upright. No, they'll say it's no good. So the score will stand at 33 to extra nothing. Extra attempt is no good. And we'll keep it here. 20 points in three minutes to start the second quarter. And, uh, you know, this uh, Comer onslaught got started, and I still can't believe it. That questionable punt call that Limbaugh, you know, called the trick play. You know that Comer's been looking for trick plays all week because it's a, a very, very predictable offense we run here. And, you know, <laughs> once you got, once they got that first touchdown, it's, it's been nonstop since. That it has been, Jacob. And, you know, he was hit. It looked like he was down. I was about to say the first time they've stopped Kamora behind the line. It was about to come out of my mouth when he just shook off whoever hit him. I mean, just shook him off like he was a three-year-old. Ran around, went ten yards in the wrong direction just to go score. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to, try, I was trying to see what all numbers was on him. But there was just too many to count. There was. There was like five guys that could have had to tackle and 
Yeah, he shows you why he's special, but at the same time, you got to give more effort than that to bring him down. This Wolves team is timid, and they're scared of Kamora. So 33 to nothing now, Tigers lead. Wimmer set to kick this thing from the 40. Waiting on the signal. And kick is off. Heard it come off his foot. Zeke will field it at about the 10. He's to the 15, to the 20. He'll be out to the 25. It'll be out of bounds. Now, there's a lick laid on Cam Holmes there, but he was able to get up, so that's good to see. And that was a great lick. I believe that was Cadence Barrett that laid that lick. Yeah, that it was. So now first and 10 for the Wolves from the 36. And time to give their defense a break, who's been out there all night. And you think Limbaugh's thinking ball control here? I think so. I'm thinking running clocks. It's me. I believe to run the clock in the second half, it has to be 40-plus, and Comer is well on their way. Yeah, that they are. 15 minutes, 33 points, so I'm sure they won't have a problem putting any more on. Heavy set, Deloach to the near side. Barrett will take the snap and run straight up the middle, and he'll pick up about four yards on the extra effort there. Yeah, great job by Cadence right there just to... Keep his feet moving. Got an extra 12, three, four yards. Guard, now you're looking five. at second, second down and five. five yards to go. Yep, so second and medium here. Four minutes into this second quarter. Not looking good for the hometown team. Second down and about five, like you said, Jacob. And I don't have anything to say. It's just not been a good night so far. It's been all Comer to this point, and you, you thought we might come out with, with a little fight. Yep, that has not been the case. Loads to the near side by himself, heavy set again. Barrett will take the snap, and it's a little shovel to Aiden Blair up the middle. Nice little play call there, pick up three, third down. And uh, glad to have Aiden back. You know, he was out for a couple of weeks uh, due to injury, but he's back on the field and right there making plays. Yep, that he is. Third and two for the Wolves, and you got to think this is going to be two plays to try to get this. Two plays are a hard count. Yep. You know Comer ain't going to be fooled by that hard count, though, Jake. But they've already fooled us once, though. That's true. The ball running clock right here. Come up heavy set. Zeke to the near side by himself once again. Baird in the backfield. Oh, there it is. and they they did it, Jacob. There it is. Drew him off with the hard count. Flag on the play. Picks up a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down. Is that number three or four on the night? That's number three, I do believe, and they'll get out to the 49-yard line, possibly. Well equipped across midfield. And uh, that was, was it number two? Was that uh, Chris Garrett? That wasn't Garrett. No, it was 22. Uh, Christian Jemison, an eighth grader out there, falling for it. Yep. So heavy set again. Bear will take the snap, and he'll run up the middle, and he'll bump it to the outside, where he'll actually have a good pickup. Ten yards still on his feet. Stepped out of bounds after about a 13-yard game. All he needed was a few more inches on the width of the field, and he would have been gone. That he did. 
That is all he needed. Play picks up 12 yards and a pebble wolf. Another yeah. Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down out to the 39-yard line. And, uh, you know, Cadence is out there at quarterback. This goes back to what we talked about in pregame. He's out there because they're running that heavy package to run the football effectively and run some clock. Flag yep. on the play. He's a five-yard face mask against the Tigers. That'll give us five more yards. Oh, so another penalty there. That'll give them five more yards now to the 34. Not sure what the call was there. and So still first down for the Wolves. From the 35. Come out in that heavy set, Jacob, like we were talking about, like you said, pregame. Barrett takes the snap. It'll be handoff to Hunter Hammonds up the middle. Hammonds will pick up maybe a yard or two. That'll bring up second down. Chewing some clock about halfway through the second quarter so far. And, you know, should we not have a running clock in the second half, you would expect Coach Fawcett to sit a, sit his, a lot of his starters and throw some of those B-team guys out there. And maybe, you know, we can start scoring a little bit on this. <laughs> That's what we're hoping for, Jacob, is there was a illegal procedure on the offense there that will back him up five yards. So back to the 40 for first and 15 now. Yeah, playing behind the chains is going to hurt. That it is. So Brenton Kentrell checks in. He is now at receiver. Same heavy set. Takes a snap. Barrett is going to run straight up the middle, and this time he gets nothing. And that was, uh, once again, Mr. Zachariah Carpenter on the tackle. Yeah, he'll get back maybe to the line of scrimmage. Second down. Number 12, and 15. Dennis Barrett on the carry. Play picks up a yard. Break up second down at 14. Man, Jacob, this has just been a thought that the Wolves may come in here upset-minded. And they may have been upset-minded, but it is not translated onto the field. Yeah, and, you know, we knew that Comer was going to score. That we did. But we didn't know how often. And unfortunately for us, they're outmatching us at every position on the field. That they are. So Cantrell checks out. Deloach checks in. Heavy set again. Barrett will take the snap. This time he'll drop back to pass to Zeke. He's got Zeke open over through him at the 10-yard line. This will bring up third and four, 14. Yeah, he needed to throw the ball just a little bit Davis more to the right. He was wide open. But, uh, Raylon Sims, and I'm trying to see who else that is walking with Sims here. They were, they were in the area, but I believe if Zeke would have caught that, we'd be looking at a... Touchdown. Yeah, that we would have, but just a little overthrown there. And now Reed Wallace will check into the game. Third and 14, you expect a pass here, Jacob. And I will see if Peyton checks back into the game. And he does not. Barrett is still quarterback. Heavy set. The loach by himself to the near side. He'll take the snap. He'll drop back. Fires one over the middle. Caught by Reed Wallace. No, it's intercepted by Richard Weed. Weed is running, and he'll be thrown out of bounds at the 35. Yeah, and Reed just snatched that ball yep. out of Reed's, Reed's hands. Reed's hands. So that'll be the fourth turnover tonight? I believe so. Turnover number four, three or four. So first and ten for the Tigers at 35. And, Jacob, you'll look probably for him to score here and maybe talk to Limbaugh see if they can do running clocks in the second half. I think that's why they come out here blazing the way they have, try to get out of here, final game of the regular season. You know, they are off next week. Yeah, and, you know, we go to Holy Spirit next week. Yeah, we do. 
Long trip ahead of us. Takes a snap. And it's going to be a screen pass out to Reed to Weed, excuse me, and that'll be no gain. He'll be taken down. Forward progress will make him lose two yards. Second down and 12. Just under five minutes left to go in this half. Who knows? Maybe we can get a stop on this drive. Hopefully so. As we'll be at Harvey's. For the final coaches show of the season at 7 o'clock on Thursday night, tune in, kicks 100.3. And then, like you said, we will go to Holy Spirit with a coverage starting at 6.30. West all the way in Tuscaloosa, somewhere I didn't really want to go, but we got to. Takes the snaps, going to be a handoff up the middle to Kamora this time. Kamora, well, he is running. He is running out to the 50, down to the 48. And it took about seven players to get him down that time, but he finally goes down. Yeah, and, uh... You know, he didn't have the sideline on his mind then. He was thinking end zone. Yeah, that he was. Shortest run in the night by Kamora. It was 15 yards. And it took seven players to bring him down. That it did. So four receivers still out there. Kamora is in the game. Harvey's still in at quarterback. Takes a snap. Drops back as Harvey. He's wide open. He fires one deep. Oh, that's a lame duck. Has to go back for it is Weed, and Cadence Barrett had a chance at interception, but just kind of deflected it there. Yeah, and that, that would have been the turnover we needed. We've given the ball up four times, and it's time to get one of our own. Yeah, that it is. So second and ten, and it just looked like from the time it left Harvey's hands that he didn't have a good grasp on it. Had he have thrown that ball, Weed had him beat. It would have been six. And we talked about Richard Weed being a quick player. They're right there showing his speed. That he did. So four receivers out there now. Kamora is still in the backfield. 3.45 left to go before the half. Takes a snap as Harvey. He'll drop back. Wolves blitzing. Fires one over the middle. Oh, oh he, he got, got it. it. He got it. By Cadence Barrett at the 20-yard line. And that's where the Wolves will take over. Wow. Diving effort. And uh, that's why you practice the tip drill. That is that is exactly why. Horrible pass by Harvey. Threw it right to him. Not sure what happened right there. But we, we was talking about needing a turnover, and there was a turnover we needed. Yeah, that it was. So first down for the Wolves at the twenty, and you'll you'll think they'll probably try to run out the three and a half minutes before the half. Yeah, both teams have three timeouts in their pockets right now, but I don't think either coach wants to call one right no, now. No, I think you're right. I don't know, Fawcett may be trying to get to 40 before the half. Shotgun trio set. Peyton takes the snap, and he hands it straight up the gut this time to Blair. Blair will get back to the line of scrimmage, and I'll bring up second down. And uh, that was, uh, once again, uh, Zachariah Carpenter getting his hand on Blair to bring him down. Play picks up two. He'll bring up second and eight for the Wolves. Oh, it picked up two. Looked like he had no game, but he'll he'll pick up two there. So second and eight. And, Jacob, it is difficult when we're here at Farm Links Field to be able to see how much yardage is picked up. Yeah, we're not high up on top of the press box like we were last week. That we aren't. Peyton takes a snap, and he's just a give up the gut. This time to Hunter Hammonds, no gain. He'll lose two, so bring up third and ten. 
Well, I'm sure they'll run it down before they snap this one. Runs the clock down under three minutes to go before the half. Yeah, I'm looking across the field at Adam Fawcett right now, just watching his hands to see, you know, maybe on one of these stops will he call a timeout. And so far he's kind of kept his arms crossed. He might call a timeout after this stop if I had to guess. Because you know Harvey's wanting to try to take his team for a two-minute drill after throwing that interception the way he did. So shotgun trio, two receivers to the near side. Takes a snap. Peyton is behind him. He'll have to fall on it at the eight-yard line. Fourth down. Bubble snap covered up by Peyton. Big mm. loss on the play. Bring up fourth down and the Wolves a punt. So that'll tick the clock down under two minutes, and you'll see Ashton Donnan, who had to come out and punt from his own end zone. So you'll think the Tigers will probably get this ball at around a 35 after it's said and done. Yeah, and uh, Weed standing at the 46-yard line. Probably wanting to run into it, if I had to guess, have some momentum, rather than having to backtrack. Oh, it's a short punt. It's blocked, picked up by the Tigers at the five-yard line, and they'll score a touchdown. And they won't get to 40 on an offensive snap, but it's going to be a special teams miscue. And, Jacob, I like to say that it was blocked, but it actually hit the back of a Wolf player. Yeah, and, you know, Donahue kind of does that sideways run and then goes into his kick. Yeah, that looked like it hurt whoever it hit. I don't know who it hit, but it looked like it hurt. And I, was trying, I was trying to see who it hit, but I don't Maybe, see anybody bowled over now. No, I don't either, but whoever it was made a great play for the Tigers, but they were wearing a Wolves jersey. So on the kick to extra point is Wimmer. Snaps good, kick is up, and it is through the upright. So your new score, Tigers 40, Wolves 0. minute and a half left to go before the half. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with the action. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Housing Lender, NMLS, ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Game Action is presented by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it. Online at toyotaofsilicaga.com. Welcome back to Farm Lakes Field. And it's not quite as bad as our matchup with Vincent, but boy, it's close. Yeah, it's uh, probably the second worst performance out of our Wolves, unfortunately. And, you know, you got to think, what is Limbaugh going to go in the locker room and talk about? Yeah, 40 to nothing is the lead right now for the Tigers as they'll kick it off. Fielded at the 25 by Barrett. Barrett's out to the 35. And ball out of bounds, about the 38. That's where the Tigers will take over. Excuse me, where the Wolves will take over. I'm so used to Comer having the ball and scoring that I thought they had the ball. Yeah, and a great little return by Cadence Barrett there to set up shot at the 39. And you have to think this is the time to chew some clock up. Yep. And, Jacob, we're frustrated. So for those of you out there listening, if you're wanting to listen to an excited broadcast tonight, you can tune over on to uh, Mix 106.5 and listen to Randy and Tony. And uh, they do a good job on their broadcast. You know, we listen to them on the way home. Yeah, we do. We do. We sure do when their games go goes further than ours. So, 
Heavy set. Takes the snap. Hand off to Aiden Blair straight up the gut. Blair will get about two yards, and that will bring us down to about a minute left in the first half. And do you think Fossett will start calling timeouts here, Jacob? Uh, I don't believe so. I'm st- he's uh, standing over there on the 30-yard line just pacing back and forth. I think he's ready to get to the locker room. Yeah, and I think he'll probably meet Limbaugh and ask him if they want to do running clocks. You said it's got to be 40 at least, yes. right? Yep, so that'll bring him down below one minute and ticking. Well, it's taking a long time to get this thing doing, and the Comer Tigers are bringing out trash cans onto the field. You know, my daddy built those trash really? cans. Really? Yes. Really? Uh, yes. Don't, 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 don't tell me his name. I'm going to guess it. I know your mom's name is Julie, but I can't remember. Is it James? No. What is it? Tommy. Tommy, that's what it was. I knew that. I don't know why I thought maybe James, because Jacob James, you know, similar. But they'll run the ball at the middle and pick up about four yards. And so that will bring up down at third and three. And that will probably that'll be the last play as it will tick down to 17, 16, 15. And Peyton checks back into the game. We won't see another snap unless we see a shot. And it does not look like it, we will. So time will tick away. Wolves will not get a playoff, and they'll snap it, and they'll still give them the play, actually, as there's no gain. So your score at the half is is Tigers 40, Wolves 0, Cats beating up on the dogs. We'll be back here shortly after word from our sponsors with the Federal Football Game of the Week halftime show. Man, I love coming to your house to watch the game on this patio. Did you build it yourself? Yeah, man, I did. And I got everything I needed right here locally at the new Siliconga Ace Hardware. Really? Yep. I got the big green egg, the fire pit, and the propane heaters. Plus the meat church seasonings for the chicken, blues hog rub and sauce for the ribs, and the charcoal to cook them on. All at the new Siliconga Ace Hardware store. Look for them in the red corner of Ogletree Plaza. Well, I really didn't know they had all that, but our patio is really more for the teenagers. They have uni pizza ovens, too. That should be a hit with your boys. You're right, it would. I'll have to check out the new Ace Hardware store in Silicaga. Thanks. It's always a good day when your morning starts off with fresh hot coffee as well as some cappuccino and latte options from Allen Brew Market. They mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're to hear about Aiden's suicide. I feel so awful for his parents. They, and well, all of us, we had no idea. None? I know mental illness is common. They say one in five adults experiences mental illness every year. Yes, but he didn't tell anyone. We could have all been there for him had he just said something. You don't have to feel alone, and you don't have to suffer in silence. Alta Point Health is here for you and your family. Call Alta Point today to speak with a specialist who can find the right program for you or someone you love. 251-450-2211. Let us find what you're looking for. Whether you're buying or selling a home, your success hinges upon the advice provided by your real estate agent. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. I can help you understand how much house you can afford. If you're selling, I can estimate the value of your property and how to ensure your property sells quickly for the highest price possible. Stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Let us find what you're looking for.
Gateway Spinal Care may be new to Sylacauga, but we've been helping people just like you for almost 20 years. I'm Dr. Tara Douglas. And I'm Dr. Jonathan Douglas. We are now open and accepting new patients at Broadway Spinal Care on Broadway next to La Costa. Back pain can lead to other problems like headaches and migraines. If you are tired of being in pain, check us out at broadwayspinalcare.com and call for an appointment. Broadway Spinal Care. The Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. The drink of the month for September is pumpkin spice cheesecake with sweet foam. You can get this as an ice or hot latte or frappe. It's topped with heavy whip and pumpkin spice syrup that creates a sweet foam. Perfect for our fall days that can either be hot or cold. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Promotions. We promote your business on our Facebook, Instagram, and website. Chamber members also have the opportunity to share special news slash events on our newsletters. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Advocacy. The Chamber will do its best to meet your business needs. We want to hear what you need so that we can connect you with the people that can help. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. our grand prize winner so let's go unique stylish quality furniture at a price you can afford jim furniture masters correct easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances you can take home seven days a week angie furniture master correct professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted bob furniture master correct with furniture masters you're always a winner in the fort williams square shopping center on highway 280 at Milo's, we love to hear from our fans. Lucas from Tuscaloosa writes, Dear Milo's, our band needs a saucy new name. Got any ideas? I sure do, Luke. How about Mega Meal? Or maybe Grilled Bun and the Secret Sauces for a folk band? Oh, says here y'all are a Nordic synth-pop ensemble. In that case, I suggest you get the band together for a lunch meeting at Milo's and figure out exactly how your lives went so wrong. Everybody go to Milo's. 
for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome in to the Fayetteville Sports Halftime Show here as the Wolves are down 40 to nothing to the visiting Palmer Tigers. Just a few minutes here into this halftime show, and we have a special guest this evening joining us is Andrew Pickle Morgan. He's usually with the Childersburg Tiger Sports Network, but tonight is joining us. Andrew, how you doing this evening? Well, I'm doing pretty good, Blake. I, I wish our score was a little bit better, but hey, it's always a good night in Farmlink's Field. Yeah, that it is. It's a little chilly out here this evening, shimmering a little bit, and we appreciate you taking over for so we could take a break with the ads earlier. I mean, what? What's your thoughts on what has went wrong tonight? Well, it just looks like that Fettville is just overmatched right now. It looks like they're overpowered by Comer. Uh, you talk to Coach Limbaugh, though, and he'll he'll basically admit to you this is a rebuild year for Fettville, and you, know, you you build off of it. You take what you can into next year. You take like games like this, a very good Comer team, and you try to learn from what you did wrong and see your mistakes on film. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and what do you, what is something that you could in the locker room? I know he's getting mad at the guys in there, and he's giving them a good talking to, but. What is something they did positive in the first half? Well, if, if you was watching the line, some of the linemen, they were making blocks. Now, sometimes they were getting overpowered, but it looked like they were in the right places to make the blocks. You can take a positive from that. Another thing is, it looks like the quarterback is, you know, he's using his legs like he should. When the pocket's starting to fold up, he's getting out. Now, he's not hitting his receivers on target every time, but he's making the play to put himself in a position to be able to do it. Yeah, that he is, that he is. And uh, defensively, you know, this team has played well as far as the secondary, not giving up a lot of big plays through the passing game. But tonight they have been gashed deep. But uh, What is it that Comer's doing to be able to separate that or create that separation, I should say? Well, you know, go back to that line. You look at Comer's line. They're big, they're strong, and then you take Kamor Harris in there, and, you know, he's a great football player. That's the only thing I can say about him. And then you have their speed that they can – I mean, Kamor's the power back, and then they put another guy in. And he's their speed back, and they got a one-two punch that's so good. And, you know, you're probably going to see Comer play around Thanksgiving. Yeah, that you will. I believe they are definitely poised to make a, a state title run. You know, got stopped a little short last year. Um, had it not been for an interception over the middle, they might have went all the way and won a state championship. You know, my brother-in-law was on that team since graduated. But if you're Adam Fawcett, this is your last game of the season. It's a rivalry game. You're wanting to get out of here. You want to go scout teams you'll be playing. What are you telling your team in the locker room right now? Well, if you're Coach Fawcett, you know, that's his mindset is let's just get out of here. Let's get out of here. That's what he's thinking in his mind. And his players, he's probably telling them, guys, we still got another half to play. Yeah, we put up 40 points in the first half, but they can do it in the second half. We can't stop now. we got to keep going, going, and going. 
That's right. Do you see? Do you think we'll see a bunch of starters come out here in this third quarter, or do you think we'll see a lot of second and third team guys? I think you'll see the starters for a series or two, and then I think you'll see Coach Fawcett trying to bring in guys. I don't think you'll see the big mass substitution. I think he'll just kind of one at a time get his second and third string in there. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point. I do believe that you'll be... That's your right as far as that goes. And um, any closing thoughts that you have for us before we uh, take it into another break? Well, hey, I just want to say that, you know, this is a rebuild year for football. You know, their record is not great. I think it's 2-7, and 2-8, and eight, something like that. But you know what? We're going to rebuild next year. We're going to be stronger. We're going to be faster. We're going to be better. This football team is going to rise up next year. I do believe that. They will. And, uh... Can we get a Go Wolves? How about it? Go Wolves. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll be back here shortly, and uh, me and Jake will take it over and lead you here into the Out the Point Health third quarter. But we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. The Silicaga Parks and Recreation is partnering with Coosa Valley Medical Center, Santa Magic Studios, and Walmart to host a breast cancer survivor's reception on Thursday, October 27th at the J. Craig Smith Community Center at 6 p.m. This reception will feature catered hors d'oeuvres from Hickory Street Cafe. There will be a pumpkin decorating contest with prizes from CVMC, the Mercantile, and Magnolia's Gift Shop. There will also be a photo booth and pictures with Santa. This event is free. They ask that you please register at silicaga.rectus.com so they can get a general number of people coming. Lumber prices have come down, so if you put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sand Hardware and get everything you need. They don't have just lumber, they have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks that have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You can't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellowwood lumber, too. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sand Hardware on Highway 280 North in Oak Grove. In the last 25 years, we've had five presidents. We now have smartphones instead of landlines. Computers went from 250 megabytes to terabyte hard drives. Netflix didn't exist, but we had movie gallery. There have been a lot of changes in the last 25 years, but Alvia Steers has been your good neighbor State Farm agent all that time. With the same great coverage, State Farm built their reputation on it. And Alvia Steers is still here for you now with rates to fit your budget. Come see him on Broadway, just north of Jackson, Sylacauga. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Great news for Sycamore Federal Credit Union members. The instant-issued debit cards are available now. There are 20 beautiful options that you can choose from. Cost for same-day graphic cards is $10 each. The option for the original card with a 7- to 10-day business turnaround time is still just $5. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, where you get more. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. 
it's back. That's right, school is back in session. And that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right, school is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at ToyotaofSilicaga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. No matter your past credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you are not just a number. You are part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. Toyota We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. In the last 25 years, we've had five presidents. We now have smartphones instead of landlines. Computers went from 250 megabytes to terabyte hard drives. Netflix didn't exist, but we had Movie Gallery. There have been a lot of changes in the last 25 years, but Alvia Steers has been your good neighbor State Farm agent all that time. With the same great coverage, State Farm built their reputation on it. And Alvia Steers is still here for you now with rates to fit your budget. Come see him on Broadway, just north of Jackson, Sylacauga. Sarah Honda Summer Vacation Bill Payoff is underway. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga is going to take the heat out of those summer bills and help you upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle today. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga is paying off summer vacation and back-to-school bills up to $1,250. No payments for 75 days. Interest rates as low as 1.99%. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga. Highway 280 in Sylacauga. 1.99% APR financing for 48 months. Must finance with your preferred network or lender with credit approval. How do you brush your teeth? What happens when you brush your teeth? The germs are going away. Germs don't like toothpaste. Go see Papa and Dr. Casey. They can clean your teeth and fix cavities. Call me, Dr. Casey. Or call me, Dr. Redmond. At 256-245-3645. Or learn more about our office at our website, southernsmilesofsilicaga.com. Omnia is a leading global producer of calcium carbonate and a worldwide distributor of specialty chemicals. They service the consumer goods industry, paper and board industry, the polymer industry, and the construction industry. Omnia is a leader in research, development, and innovation to support economic growth and protecting ecological balance, all while fueling social progress. This is the key to today's objectives and future success. Omnia says good luck to all area athletes. The third quarter is brought to you by AltaPoint Health. Welcome in to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. As we are about to kick off this third quarter here in less than three minutes, and Jacob, I hope this the second half is completely opposite of what we've seen in the first half. Well, I have some insiders over on the Homer sideline, and I'm trying to get information to see if we are going to have a running clock. But if I don't get it before then, only the clock will tell us when the third quarter starts. That is right. Tony got his wish last week. We'll see if he gets it this week. Um, I wonder if they're as cold over there as we are. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. We got up at halftime to go take us a little break, and we walked back out of that locker room. Man, I'll tell you what. I'm freezing now. Yeah, me too, Jacob. But we're... uh. 
three-fifths of the way done, so we're 60% of the way done with this game. Um, so we won't have to sit out in the cold for too much longer. You know, next week we go to Holy Spirit. Um, we'll start the pregame at 6.30, followed by live game coverage at 7 from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I almost want to throw up when I say that, but that's where we'll be. I am not a math major, but I believe you when you say we are 60% through the game. Oh, 20, 40, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. But, uh, uh, just no answer for anything tonight as far as the Fayetteville defense or offense goes. And, you know, maybe, you know, we heard Coach Limbaugh in the locker room. Hopefully he's set his voice straight and we can show a little sign of life going on the field in the second half. Yeah, because this team has flatlined here before the half, so maybe the second half they can they do get a little bit of life going and maybe get the ball rolling and not not be goose-egged, you know, out here. And, you know, at times in the, in the first half, we were showing decent signs. We were moving the ball, you know, maybe five, six yards at a time. But, uh, you know, the last drive we had an untimely penalty, and then we – punted the ball in the back of one of our own players and stuff like that is the stuff you have to try to avoid against a team like Coleman. Yeah, that you do. They're going to beat you straight up so you can't beat yourself and you see what happens when they beat their sales down 40 to nothing at halftime. That's where we're about to kick this thing off here in the next little bit. And um, You know, Connor's probably not going to let up. You know, this is like you said, Jake's been a rivalry game for a while and they're wanting to get win number seven against the Wolves. And uh, real quick, before we go back, even though we do it just about every week, Evan Blair just walked up the stairs and said he deserves a shout out for doing a good job in the PA announcer. We like we appreciate Evan for yep. you know being the voice of the Wolves at the field. You're the voice of the field on, of the Wolves on the radio. You know he's that voice that everybody hears. That he is. Field. And bails me out a lot when I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he does deliver us some good information. But if you don't mind, I uh, got a text from Miss uh, Whitehead earlier with the list of seniors. Do you mind if I Yeah, absolutely. Go, through, go for uh, it. Real quick, uh, for the football team it's uh, Cadence Barrett, Zeke Deloach, Jacob Deloach, Coy Hightower, Chandler Manus, Reed Wallace, and Caden Whitehead. Cheerleaders are Kylie Mashin, Faith Morris, Scarlett Nichols, and Kenley Wendell. And as far as band kids go, it's Caleb Manus, Skyla Martin, Kenny York, and once again, Although I just said in football, Mr. Jacob DeLoach. Yeah, that's right. He is uh, a double senior <laughs> out there tonight, Jacob. And uh, we also want to give a shout-out to one more person, and that is Mr. David McCurley, who has had surgery, and he is back at home now, according to our insider, uh, Andrew Picklemore. Yeah, and I texted Miss Sherry earlier today to check in on him. I hadn't had a chance all week because it's either been a late night or busy at work, but I had a chance today to check into him. And if, if they're listening tonight, and hopefully they're listening to our broadcast, you know, because we're big fans of theirs, we listen to them all the time. And, you know, I hope he gets to feeling better and back on the radio before too long. Hey, absolutely. Hopefully he's there to cover Childersburg games, game, Childersburg's game next week against Winterboro to close out the season, and that should be a, a win for the Tigers. Yeah, and if you've noticed, this week we haven't had a State Farm Albie Steer scoreboard update because, one, we're playing one of those updates tonight in B.B. Comer. Uh, Silicaga and Childersburg had a – had a week off this week, you know. To, both teams will finish out their season next week. Uh, Silicon hosts Powerhouse Piedmont, 
and Childersburg, like you said, will have Winterboro. So Sylacauga, for the first time this season, has not lost this week. Exactly. <laughs> so that's a positive you can take away well, there. Well, you know, I was asked at work today, Auburn was off this weekend, and I was like, yeah, Auburn's off this weekend, but they still might lose. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth, Jacob. Man, they're so bad, it, it, it's almost comical this year. I hope we go bowling. But at least we didn't lose to Tennessee, though. Would you get tickets to the Birmingham Bowl if Auburn made it? I almost went last year, but then I ended up not going because it was Tuesday during the middle of the day. Well, I was fresh at IKO back during the Birmingham Bowl last year, so I couldn't take a day off and... Uh, Coach Phillips is over there with your dog. Who yes, made uh, an appearance tonight. Yeah, I think uh, I think Little Rex is is liking Coach Phillips. One day we'll have to bring Chase, and I don't have a exact word on the running clock, but the guy texted said he hopes so. So it might might be a quick night here tonight. That's okay. <laughs> um, but. You know, uh, South Alabama was on the radio tonight. That's why we wasn't the Kicks 100 uh, Wolves tonight. And I wish we were because usually when we're on Kicks, we have good luck. We do. We show up and show out like the night against Thorsby. Nobody expected us to come in here and play like that. And had it not been for last-second interception, we could have won that game. That and a, a short pass. or I, It really wasn't a short pass. It hit its mark. It's just Zeke had a, was a few steps behind it. And if he would have caught that, we'd be looking at three wins. Right now, but it's safe to say if we, if we want to win another game, we're going to have to look forward to next week. <laughs> that, that we are, Jacob, and uh, we're taking Holy Spirit a long drive ahead of us, and hopefully we can get us something good to eat since we'll be going through Birmingham. Yeah, and believe it or not, you know, being in 2A football, that will be our longest road trip of the year. That it will. It'll be a little bit longer. I think I looked at this like five or ten minutes longer than our Woodland trip, so that will be a long trip as both teams get ready to take the field, and I do believe the Calmer Tigers will get the ball. You know, one of the last times I was in Tuscaloosa, Auburn had a 24-point comeback to beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl. And then I think I've been one more time since then, but it wasn't for a football game. Yeah, I've been to uh, to Tuscaloosa a few times. I went to the Alabama-Kentucky game once. I went to an Iron Bowl once. And I also went to Alabama, Georgia Southern. I was an Alabama fan when I was a kid. Bless your heart. Yeah, and then as I started growing older, I, I started realizing how they won without class. And so I decided I wanted to be an Auburn fan. And I think it's safe to say now, you know, we live right around the corner from each other. I think it's safe to say you won't find an Auburn fan in either one of those houses right now. Or Alabama fan, rather. No, no, that you won't. And I will, I will admit, Saturday I was a Tennessee fan for a while. Oh, look, no, people are like, oh, Auburn fans enjoy watching Alabama lose more than you do Auburn win. And you know what I have to say to that? You're exactly right. <laughs> You're exactly that's, right. That's what being a rival is all about. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, it, it was great. Alabama has a kicker who never misses. He missed the biggest kick of his life only to turn around and Tennessee kick a lame duck. And make it. And make it. And I believe the ball was tipped before it crossed the crossbar. That was the coolest thing that I didn't realize. They had. I was outside. I turned the game off when Alabama took the lead. But Barrett kicks this thing, and he, he kicked the ball, and it didn't go anywhere. He kicked it, and he missed the ball, and it landed right at the tee. So I don't know if that's where Comer will take over or what. Yeah, Cadence looking ahead to baseball season for strike one. <laughs> yeah. I remember that would just be so embarrassing when you do that in kickball. Be like Charlie Brown when what's her face snatched the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ball on his back. But uh, well, we'll tee it back up. We'll try this again, Blake. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if we're, are we going to tee it up again, or is that where Comer's going to take over? It looks like that's where Comer's going to take over. Oh, they'll have first to ten from the 40-yard line of the Wolves, Jacob. Sometimes just unfortunate luck gets us. Man. Wow. It's like going for a trick play on your first punt of the game when you could have punted them, put them deep. That is not what you wanted to do there if you're the uh, – <laughs> You're the Wolves, so first down here for the corner offense from the 40. Come out. Harvey's still in at quarterback. He'll take the snap, and it'll be a straight give up the middle to Garrett. Garrett busted out to the left side. He's untouched. Still on his feet. He's down to the 10-yard line. That'll be a first down and a huge game run of 30 there for Tristan Garrett. Yeah, he could have been brought down at the 30 and the 25 and broke those tackles all the way down to the 10, and you're looking at first and goal for the Comer Tigers. Looks like he's trying to show off his inner Kimura out there. That'll bring up first and goal. And uh, I believe the clock's only running right now because the ball is set, so no really indicator right now to... Tell us what's going on. Well, I see Kamori back on the field. Yeah. So two receivers to each side. Takes a snap. Harvey dropping back. Oh, it's a misdirection screen to one of the big hefties. I believe it was the fullback, number 51, Chris Wilson. And he'll pick up about five yards. Good play call, but just didn't have the speed to get in there. Second half. And, you know, usually your heavy tackles that goes out, you know, they're just there to try to get their way through. And uh, fortunate for us, we were able to stop Chris Wilson before he got to the end zone. Yeah, so right now it'll be second and goal for the Tigers. They look to punch it in now. Well, they got Brandon Blankenship in there at running back now, and he'll plow up the middle, and he'll get in the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers, and an offensive lineman. Number 56, Brandon Blankenship, gets to show his running skills. That's probably his first and first rushing touchdown of his career and possibly his last. And, uh, you know, we talked about Brandon Blankenship in the uh, pregame about how special of a player he is to that program. And, you know, everybody on that sideline was just jumping up and down. It's always, you know, I hate it was a Comer touchdown, but it's always cool to see a tackle get a touchdown. That it is, but we will not have a running clock. Clock will stop at 10:35. Snap's good. Kick is good, and that will be 47 to nothing. Comer over Fevel. We'll keep it here. And uh, Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan said he's had enough, and uh, we'll see you later. And good luck to you in Childersburg next week. Yeah. Well, I I think I'm gonna follow him on out of here, Jacob. Well, I, I'll be a one-man show from here on out because I think I'm gonna stick this one out. <laughs> well, good luck. But, you know, a, a whiff on a kickoff set up a touchdown. I know. 47 to nothing. And I don't know why we ain't having running clocks here. And, you know, that's kind of been the story of our night if you look at it. Just, you know, unfortunate events have led to just about every Comer score has been a, a miscue on Fable's behalf. Yeah, that it has been. Can't seem to get anything going this evening, the Wolves. And so now Wimmer will kick this thing off. 
I don't believe it's Wimmer going to kick it off. It looks like it's going to be Jai Gaddis to kick it off. So Jai Gaddis will kick it off for the Tigers. He can't get the ball to stand up on the tee. Nope. That he can't. Maybe some trouble that Barrett had with it earlier. So the kick is underway, and it's a short little onside kick, almost recovered by the Tigers. Will they say the Wolves touched it? No, they did not. So a flag will be thrown, and the Wolves will get good field position. And the referee just did an awesome hook shot with the penalty flag. Yeah, that he did. That was sharp. So first and ten for the Wolves. They'll have it somewhere around the 45. I think it looks like the 49. That's where the the referee on the on our side is standing. So we have good field position. That we do. Probably best starting field position we've had all night. Just a minute and a half in to this third quarter. Wolves will have it first and ten from the 49. So this is where they'll take over. Shotgun set. Takes a snap is Peyton. Peyton will hand it straight off up the middle to Aiden Blair, who will pick up about a yard. And looks like Fayetteville's just going to hand the ball Blair, off and try to guard. try to run. And you know, when you run the ball, the clock runs too. Yep, that it does. So that's what the Wolves are probably trying to do: is run the ball and get this thing out of here. We'll see what they do here on second down. Heavy set once again. Two two running backs in the backfield, two receivers to the far side. Snap, handoff straight up the middle to Blair. It looked like, again, he's taken down after about a yard loss. Yeah, and just third down. Another another short run by the, by the Wolves offense. So far, we just can't get anything going. Oh, that we can't. We haven't been able to throw the ball. Hadn't been able to run the ball, but we have been able to turn the ball over this evening. We've turned the ball over quite often. Yep. We're losing the turnover battle. Down 47. There's not a lot you can do other than run the ball and just try to get this thing out. Two receivers to the near side. Tight end in there. Two in the backfield. Takes a snap. Thomas drops back to pass. He throws one intended for Zeke DeLoach. Almost intercepted a slew of Comer players there. And that'll be incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth down and 11. One would have to think that Fawcett's just leaving his starters in. Maybe for an offensive drive and a defensive drive. And maybe we'll start seeing these young kids for the Comer Tigers start hitting the field. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for, Jacob. Maybe stop some of the bleeding here down 47, right out of halftime. Richard Weed will be deep to receive this punt from Donahue, who will stand at about the 36-yard line. Takes a snap, and he'll punt it. It'll land at the 30-yard line, bounce out at about the 27, and that is where the Tigers will take over when we come back. This is the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. It's back. That's right, school is back in session, and that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right, school is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride, so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley, with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at ToyotaofSilicaga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal, no matter your 
past credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280. Toyota We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. Welcome back. Farm Lakes Field. Wolves Trail 47 to nothing. We've got a new signal caller back in there for the Tigers, and that is number 13, Cam Holmes. And he'll take the snap and hand it up the middle to Garrett, and that's fooling nobody. Garrett picks up about two yards, bringing up third and short. Yeah, we knew it was only a matter of time before we started seeing some of the Comer Junior varsity on the field, and, you know, maybe we could start competing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it looks like they're putting in some of the, the younger guys now. Third down at about two and a half to go. Seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Takes the snaps. Going to be handed off straight in the middle to Garrett. This time, Garrett going nowhere. Loss of two, and that will bring up fourth down, and you'll probably see the punt team right here. Yeah, and uh, we'll get the ball back with, if they punt it, with somewhat decent field position. And, you know, maybe against the, you know, with all their starters out who we've been outmatched all night. And so maybe we can start getting something going here. That's right. Ezekiel will stand back at the 35-yard line to receive this kick. And I can't quite get a number. That is a number 55, I believe. So Ethan Price. Oh, it's a fake punt. Ethan Price on the fake punt gets it all the way to the Fettville 40-yard line. I did not see that coming. Good pickup. And I believe I heard somebody to my left over say over there say that was a grown man running that football. Yeah, that he was. Ethan Price is a junior. But I'm pretty sure if we got in a fight, he could beat me up. That's a big old boy. So, actually, that was a... Chris Wilson, actually. It was oh, 51. Chris Wilson. Sorry, okay. I got the number wrong. Oh, Chris Wilson. Well, he's a junior, too, so. Halfway through this third quarter, Tigers got the ball at the level 41 after a huge game on a fake punt. Takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff to Garrett up the middle. Garrett with a decent gain of about eight. Second down. And, uh, you had to think that Fawcett was eventually going to try to pull off a little trick play to show show everybody that, hey, I have some in my back pocket as well. Yep. That he did. Took the sheet right out of Coach Limbaugh's playbook. Second down and two to go. Takes a snap. It's on the ground. Looks like the Tigers will fall on it, though. Good heads-up play there by Cam Holmes. It'll be lost about three, third down. And that would have been a, a, a good turnover at the right time for the Fayetteville defense, but unfortunately, Holmes fell on it before we could get to it. Yeah, that he did. So third and five for the Tigers. From the 36. Holmes still in at quarterback. 
Garrett out there with him. Holmes takes a snap. It's a handoff to Garrett. Ball falls on the ground. Looks like Holmes barely fell on it again. A little miscommunication there on the handoff. Another fumble on the play. So that'll bring up fourth down. And long. From about the 40. So you'll see the offense stay out there, and they will go for it. Yeah, usually when you're on this side of the field and you don't have a punter that can really pinpoint his location, you're going to go for it. Yep. That you are. So, Holmes, you'll probably see a pass here. He'll take the snap. Nope, it's a run to Garrett around the right side. He's going nowhere. First stop of the evening on fourth down for the Wolves. He'll be stopped, and the Wolves will take over at their own 40. And so here we have a chance. Once again, a somewhat decent field position to try to try to get some kind of wheels turning on offense, and maybe we can drive this ball down and break this little shutout we have going on here. Yeah, maybe they can get a score here. Do we have a score on the Troy and South Alabama game? You know, that's a big rivalry game, too, apparently. We will. We will here in just a second. And that game is on uh, kicks 100.3 tonight. Troy up 7-3 to over the Jags. Jags, in my opinion, should be ranked. Only loss is a close one at UCLA. But they're in trouble right now. And Saints versus Cardinals, 14 up right now. Coach John Limbaugh has found a timeout and decided to call it. Well, we'll take one with them. You're listed to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. It's back. That's right, school is back in session, and that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Sylacauga. That's right, school is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride, so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley, with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at ToyotaofSilicaga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal, no matter your credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you are not just a number. You are part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. Toyota of We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. Back with action. Game action is presented by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it. Online at toyotaofsilicaga.com. Back to the action at Formerly Field. 355 and ticking. Left to go here in this third quarter. Wolves have the ball. About to cross midfield as that was a six-yard pickup there by Aiden Blair, who ran the ball hard for on that carry. You know, Aiden's a really good runner, and I look forward to seeing what he can contribute to this offense in the near future. Yep, uh, I do too. He's definitely one of those young guys that will be getting a lot of playing time coming in the future. In the shotgun, Peyton takes a snap. It's going to be a screen to the left side. That was intended for number 17 for the Wolves, Jaden McDonald. Name we have not called this year. Third down and four for the Wolves. Yeah, Coach Limbaugh going with a few of his youngsters on the other side of the football. Yep, Eddie is. Get some playing time for those young guys. So, third down and four for the Wolves. So, 
Snap, hand off the middle to Aiden Blair. Aiden Blair still on his feet. They're not going to catch him. Turns on the jet, snow flags. That's a touchdown. 52-yard touchdown run for number 20, the man, Aiden Blair. Yeah, great run right there by Aiden. Finding a gap in the middle. I'm not talking about a hole. I'm talking about a major gap in the middle of the line and just turned the Jets on and gave a six. Yep, broke a couple tackles and just kept on running. I didn't know he could run that fast. So your new score is Tigers 47, Wolves 6. With waiting this point after attempt. Mr. Nick Abara on the PAT attempt. Nick has not been busy this evening. <laughs> Snap good. Kicks up and it's blocked. Tigers block it. So, their score, 47-6. When we come back, we'll be back with some action. You want the best opportunity to be successful in life. You deserve that opportunity. Well, you just happens to be in our motto. Central to you. Central to your success. Your future is right now. Don't wait. Make your dreams a reality by enrolling at Central Alabama Community College. Register today at CACC.edu. Welcome back to the action. Three minutes to go in the third quarter. Wolves strike and get on the scoreboard. New score is 47-6 by way of the Tigers. And Tigers will be getting the ball back. Probably not happy that they ended the shutout they were pitching. i tell you what, if uh, you want a good quarterback, Fayetteville needs a flag football team. i tell you what, some of these cheerleaders were throwing fastballs with those little black footballs. Yeah, they were. After they score. They sure were. You know, flag football is a is a thing now in the Alabama high school athletics. Really, for females? Yeah, that's cool. That's what's up. You know, they have it in the college ranks. Nick Bar out to kick this thing. You might see us onside kick. No, it's going to be a short kick over the middle fielder by Carmichael at the 35. He cuts it to the left side, to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, down to the 45 before he'll be caught at the 40. Finally brought down some pretty good field position for the Tigers as they take over. And I want to say, did I see a flag come in? Uh, you can't tell because the field's yellow. Yeah, the uh, irrigation system here at Farm Links Field has gone out, but it's on the list to be fixed, so I would imagine that would be taken care of sometime during the off season. Yep. They weren't lying when they said the irrigation system was down, that's for sure. First down and 10 for the Tigers at the 40. Tam Holmes in there, quarterback still. Garrett in the backfield with him. He'll take the snap. It's going to be a little toss to the right side to Tristan Garrett. Garrett turns on the Jets, and Cadence Barrett will finally take him out of bounds right around, it looks like, the 20-yard line for a first down. And, uh, Garrett showing what he can do. You know, he's... Probably the second, third, maybe fourth string running back, but he's showing he's capable to make plays, too. That he is. He is only a tenth grader, and he got the start tonight. Yeah, and, you know, they sat Kamora for a little while, and with, with good reason. You don't want to get your best player hurt because, you know, you, you've you got to keep help 
Safe. you got to keep safe what got you to this point. That's exactly right. I do agree, Jacob. They come out in the shotgun. Takes the snap. It's behind Holmes. He'll just have to dive on it back at the 35. Loss of 15. Another bad snap from the Tigers. Uh, I don't know who the center is for Comer, but that's probably his second, third, second or third bad snap. Yeah, but uh, he's probably the backup guy in there, too. Yeah, uh, you know, Fawcett decided to sit a lot of his starters after that first offensive drive of the second half. Yep. So now a minute and a half left to go here in the third quarter. Second down to 25 for the Tigers. Takes a snap. It's going to be a toss out to Garrett to the left side. Garrett cuts it back. He's going nowhere. He got back to the line of scrimmage. And, Jacob, to touch on, you know, we it's been a clean ball game by both sides. Hadn't seen a whole lot of penalties. Yeah, the only penalties we've really seen tonight are the kickoffs out of bounds. Other than that, it's, it's like you said, it's been a clean game. That it has. So both teams showing great discipline tonight. That they are. Third down and 23 to go for the Tigers. I almost said the Wolves, but it's for the Tigers. And at quarterback now is Harvey. Harvey takes a snap. Excuse me, that's Garrett. Garrett goes up the middle, picks up five down to the 30. So here we'll probably see Comer go for it again, and they're bringing the starters in to try to try to get this first no, down. No, they're going to let Wimmer try to line up and kick this. They're going to let him attempt a 47-yard field goal. Now, Jacob, I'm for this. Maybe Limbaugh needs to take notes. <laughs> so line it over to 30, Wimmer. This will be a 47-yard field goal attempt. Snap's good. Hold is good. Kick is nowhere near good. That's why you don't kick a 47-yarder with a high school there, unless you're Cole Porch. You remember when Cole Porch hit that 52-yarder in the game? Yeah, no, I believe that was to beat Munford to go to the playoffs that year. You know, unfortunately, that's not the case for the Sylacauga Aggies this year. That it is not. They were mathematically out of the playoffs in week four. And you gotta hate it for that program too. I don't. I can't recall the last time Silicaga had an Ofer season, but you know, fortunately for us, there for a while it looked like we were headed that way. But you know, things have worked out in our our favor. We we're on a two-game winning streak, which obviously will end After tonight. But next week, Holy Spirit, maybe we can end the season on a good note. Yeah, I'm hoping that we can, Jacob. And so the Wolves will take over at the 25-yard line. In there for Wildcat, look. I can't tell exactly who the numbers are. Takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff straight up the gut. This time a little like Aiden Blair. He'll pick up maybe a yard. And in there, quarterback for the Wolves there for that one play was Hunter Robertson. You know, Hunter Robertson's really not a name we've called a lot on offense. I mean, he's been there in on defense for a few plays, but there he is yep. playing quarterback. And that'll bring us to the end of the third quarter. We'll start the fourth quarter action when we come back. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 
Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Housing Lender, NMLS ID 44059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Welcome in to the fourth Junior quarter of action. General Federal Sports Network. Junior driven by Toyota of Silicaga. Jacob, 12 minutes going. This game down 47 to 6. You just try to get this thing out of here. And, uh, we're, we're, we're running Aiden Blair to death out there. And I'll tell you, it's, it's effective against, you know, I know it's against their second, maybe third string defense, but Aiden Blair's showing what he can do on the field. Yeah, he can. Had a 52 yard touchdown run. 22 seniors. Well, it wasn't looking good. Takes a snap. This time it's a run up the middle with Hunter Hammonds, and Hunter Hammonds will have a little opening, and he'll pick up about seven, so this will bring up third down and about two. Uh, third and short here. I believe John Limbaugh is going to stick with the running place. I believe he is, and I would too. It's a first down by the Wolves. It's a Southern Smiles first down. They're being generous with them out there now, ain't they, Jacob? Yeah. <laughs> Hunter Robertson in at quarterback, handoff straight up the middle to Aiden Blair this time, and Blair maybe gets a yard, and that'll bring up second now for the Wolves. And you know Limbaugh's just trying to eat claw right here. Yeah, he don't want the score to be any more worse than what it already is for for his group of young men down there. And I tell you, this team will never quit. They're resilient, Blake. That they are. They are resilient. And you look for them to be resilient and go out and get a win next week, even though they got a long ride on that yellow cheese wagon. And, you know, they're not going to ride a charter bus. And, you know, Limbaugh told us in the coaching show they only get a charter bus for the playoffs. So, yeah, the yellow dog is going to be a little rough. It's a rough ride all the way to Tuscaloosa. I've done it my junior year for baseball, and it was a rough one. Takes a snap, handoff straight up the middle again to Aiden Blair. This time Blair pushes the pile forward and gets about three yards shy of the first down. Third down. Number 11, Hunter Hammond, be, right guard. Play picks up six. Going to bring up third and two. Third and very manageable here. You heard Mr. Evan Blair talking about him earlier. You heard him say third and two. But we're still going to probably keep the ball on the ground. Yeah, I would imagine so as they've already chewed two minutes off of this fourth quarter clock. The bar's probably looking for about a six or eight minute drive here. Hunter Robertson still in at quarterback. He'll take the snap, get it up the middle to Aiden Blair. Aiden Blair trips, stumbles, and picks up the first down by about two yards. Yeah, great job by Aiden Blair there to stumble his way to a Southern Smiles first down. Yep, Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down there. And that clock continues to run. Uh, looks like, <laughs> looking at number 44 for the Tigers down there, we don't have his name on the roster, but it looks like uh, Fawcett brought some of this. That might be Fawcett's son out there. Really? Uh, no, Max is number 10, so I don't know who that is wearing the number 44. 
No, he's definitely one of the younger guys. Takes a snap, and it's going to be a screen pass to Coy Hightower, who catches it, and he's running, and he'll finally be pushed out at about the 40-yard line. And well, Coach Limbaugh threw everybody off with a little swing pass right there. Daddy did. Great job by Mr. Coy Hightower to get that Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down. Yeah. So from the 40, see what they dial up here. Man, he's tall. I was like, man, who do we have at receiver that's that tall? And I was like, oh, the guy we don't see out there as much, but he is a senior. I, do, I think. Takes the snap. Robertson will keep it up the middle himself. He'll dance around, stay on his feet, and pick up about seven. I'll bring up second and three as this clock. We, they've done eat up about four minutes off of this fourth quarter clock. You know, trying to remember old numbers on this Comer offense. I said Max Fawcett is number 10. Now, you remember uh, Chris Garrett was number 10 for a while. He was. Yeah. And now he's a... Since uh, James Carmichael graduated, uh, Chris Garrett is now wearing number two for the Tigers. Uh, Devontae, you mean? Yes. Yeah. You're right about him being number 10. I forgot about that. Robertson's still in at quarterback. He'll take the snap, give it to Blair up the middle. Blair powers forward, and he'll have a first down all the way down to about the 24-yard line. Yeah, and uh, watching Blair run, he's using that non-football arm, you know, the arm that's not carrying the football. He's using it to push those, those little comers <laughs> defenders to the side and get those extra yards. That he is. It's almost five minutes now. That has been ran off of the clock. Limbaugh taking a long time on this drive like we were talking about earlier, Jake. Yeah, and he's just wanting to chew the clock as the assistant coaches for both teams are making their way to their respective sidelines. Nothing else to see up there, I don't guess. Nope. Takes a snap. Robertson, he's going to pass this time. Coley Hightower, oh, off of his hands, diving catch down at about the six. And unfortunately, he couldn't hold on to it second down and 10. That would have been a, a good catch falling down by Hightower, but unfortunately, the ball made its way to the ground, so you're looking at second and 10. Yeah, seven minutes to go in the game. Wolves down 47 to 6. And my body temperature down below what it should be second and 10. I believe my body temperature is below the Comer score right now. <laughs> Me too, Jacob. Takes the snap. Robertson hands it off straight up the middle. Who busted her outside is Hunter Hammonds, and he's finally brought down at about the seven-yard line after a big pickup there on second down. What a run. Yeah, great job by Hammonds there using his leg. You remember, well, I think last year they tried to use Hammonds as the quarterback in the Childersburg game, but unfortunately I think it was him that went down with injury, wasn't it? Yeah, on like the first play from scrimmage. And Comer puts in the starters now on defense. Uh, <laughs> trying not to let the Wolves score again this close to the end zone. That's right. But, hey, maybe this will set up a Nicobara field goal. I would love to see that. Limbaugh burn a timeout. We'll take one with him. We'll be back with action here on the Federal Sports Network shortly. Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business to dumpster. Welcome back to the action. 
here on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. We're about six and a half minutes away from the final buzzer, the final home game of the season for the Wolves, and it's not looking too good. They're down 47 to six. Yeah, it's a it's a mute point about this time, so you know, just trying to trying to gain a, as much momentum as you possibly can. You know, going to Holy Spirit on the road next week. That's right. So takes the snap is Barrett, and he'll plunge up the middle, and he won't be he won't get anything. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage taken down by Jay Gaddis. And um, Comer defensive line is all starters once again. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a Nicobar field goal just to say we tried. I wouldn't either. Second down and goal from the five. Solid Brooks checks into the game. And uh, once again, congratulations to all the seniors who I mentioned during halftime. And, you know, great careers all the way around. And cheerleaders band, football slash band for some, and uh, our Fayetteville Wolves senior football players. Absolutely. Heavy set again. Barrett is in at the quarterback position. He will take the snap, and it will be a handoff up the middle to Cam Hammonds. He's going nowhere. And... The grown man of Zachariah Carpenter threw him down to the ground. Third down and goal from the five. You know, with the size of Carpenter, you have to think maybe he's going to start getting some looks too. Yeah. You know, this is his senior year, so, you know, he'll shine through the playoffs and somebody will have to pick him up. Yeah, he's a big old boy. I mean, he is huge back there, and he's not slow either. As this clock will run all the way down to about five minutes to go in the game. Wolves have had the ball seven minutes so far, Jacob. And uh, we knew that Limbaugh was going to try to keep the ball out of that Comer offense's hand. And right now we're being successful. Yeah, we are. Barrett with Hammonds in the backfield will take the snap. It'll be a pass to the back of the end zone intended for Zeke DeLoach. But it was kind of thrown to where he couldn't catch it. Out of the back of the end zone, fourth down. Going to go for it here on fourth down. Man, I want to see Nick out there to kick one. You know, Nick needs one of those kicking nets you see on the sideline to warm up for yeah, like that. Yeah, daddy, daddy does. And I've marked this down for the coaches' show. I'm going to get aggravated with Coach Limbaugh about this junk. Not to let Nick come out there and kick one. Or... Could we see the hard count here? Oh. If they fall for it, maybe call a timeout and put Nick out there. That wouldn't be a bad idea. And Limbaugh chases down the referee, calls a timeout. He's going to whip this one over. Yeah, we'll keep it here. 4.48 left in the game, so a 7-minute and 12-second drive for the Wolves here. And hopefully you want to come away with some points. Yeah, come away with some points here. Let's let's head to the house and you know maybe watch film tomorrow. You know they're not going to practice tomorrow. I would I would assume. And nobody around here is playing. So get your guys in the in the weight room, watch some film, and see what you you did wrong. And you have one more game left, and you wanna you wanna go out in style with the win at, on the road at Holy Spirit. Yeah, you definitely want to build confidence. The way you end your season is definitely will carry over into the next year. It's corner defense out there. Wolves offense looking to see if they can get this thing in the end zone. I, to be honest, I don't like the sportsmanship by Fawcett to put the starters out there. Yeah, you you already had the game well in hand. Now you're taking a chance on getting your starters hurt right here headed to the playoffs. Yep, that's exactly right. So Barrett is in at quarterback. 
He'll take the snap, and he'll roll to the right, looking to pass. Nobody's open. It's a throwback. Intercepted. Taken out to about the 15-yard line. And I can't tell who was that on the interception. Was it? That was Christian Jemison, an eighth grader. He's an eighth grader? That's what he's listed at. Dang. So first and ten for the Tigers, and this will likely be the last drive of the game. And, Jacob, this is the first time in a while that I can remember the Wolves have not won a game at Farm Links Field. Yeah. I, I, did we win one here last year? Uh... Didn't we win first week of the season here? Yes. Yep. We against we, Woodland. Yeah, we went winless at Farm Lakes Field this year. So, I think it was week one last year. We'll have to look back at the schedule, but I do believe it was. Holmes in at quarterback. He'll take the snap, and he'll keep it himself up the middle for about a two- or three-yard game. And you would assume the clock would continue to run. Of course, Fawcett, you know, throwing the starters out there, so you don't know what he's thinking over there. He might call a timeout if it's a get, if it gets to a fourth down and let's go for it situation. Yep. Yeah, they do it. So wow, they'll give him five on that. Holmes still in at quarterback. We haven't seen Harvey in a while. Down below four minutes. Holmes will take the snap. It'll be a little toss to the left side to Tristan Garrett. Garrett will break it to the left side, and he'll get all the way out to about the 28. And that should pick up a first down. If not, it'll be close to it. Good tackle there by Aiden Blair. Do we have a score on the Saints and the Cardinals right now? It was 20-14 to 14 earlier. Now it is 28-14 Cardinals. And they're running away with it. Fixing to start the third quarter there in Phoenix. Yeah. Or Glendale, actually. Glendale, yes. That's our State Farm Albie Steer scoreboard update. Yep. And what is the Troy score looking at now? Handoff straight up the middle again. Taken down for about a six or seven yard loss as the clock will tick down to three minutes. Wow, low scoring game. Almost the fourth quarter. Seven to three, Troy over South Alabama, and I believe that game is being played in Mobile at Lad People Stadium. Play loses six yards, gonna bring up second and sixteen. So Jacob, you got some picks for us? Well, Auburn's off this week, so I hadn't really looked at it, but since you brought it up, let me pull it up, and before we get out of here, we'll we'll go through a few. Sounds like a plan. Hand off straight up the middle this time to Christian Jemison, and he'll pick up maybe two yards before he stops. And this will bring the clock down about two minutes. Now let me ask you a question. Did you pick Tennessee to beat Alabama last week? Or, or was it Limbaugh? So what do y'all pick Tennessee to beat Alabama? I think I said if. I think I did pick Tennessee to win. Right. I could be wrong. The first top 25 matchup I see is Syracuse, the Orange at 6-0, and taking on undefeated Clemson in Death Valley. Clemson wins by 20. Clemson all the way. Uh, let's see. Kansas at 5-2 and two at Baylor, who is 3-3 three three right Kansas. Now. I agree. 
Let's see. Going down the list. Straight up the middle here is Jemison again. He picks up nothing, so this will bring up fourth down, and you'll see the punt team. All right, now we're getting to the good stuff. Ole Miss on the road at the other Death Valley. I don't know why Ole Miss is not favored, so I guess it's technically an upset, but Ole Miss all the way. And it's that 2.30 game, so you know it's the big SEC game of the week. I'm going to go with the Rebels on the road. I agree. Number nine, UCLA, who struggled against South Alabama, who we just mentioned, at Oregon. I'm going to go with Bo Nix and the Ducks. Bo Nix is a let will let you down whenever you have confidence in him. I'm going with UCLA. Let's see. Let's go through some more. Number 24, Mississippi State, coming off of Alabama. Going to Alabama, who is coming off an emotional loss for the first time in 15 years to Tennessee. It's not good to be that team that plays Alabama after a loss. Alabama wins handedly. I'm going to pick Mississippi State just for the heck of it. So you're saying Hell State and more Cowbell, huh? Yeah. Uh, here's a enticing one at 6.30 Saturday. Texas A&M on the road going to Columbia to play the 4-2 and South Carolina Gamecocks. I like the Gamecocks in that one. You know what? I'm going to agree on that. Texas A&M's kind of started out good. Now they're a disappointing football team, so I'm going to go Gamecocks all the way. I think that's a good pick. Number 17, Kansas State. At number eight, TCU. TCU's playing really good ball now. I don't see any reason they should lose this game. High snap here for the punter, and that was a spiral punt that'll be that will land down at the 40-yard line, and it'll be down. It was a punt by Jay Gaddis for the Wolves to take over 54 seconds to go. And yes, I like TCU in that game, Jacob. Let's see. Here's a good-looking one. Uh, in Berkeley, the Washington Huskies travel to take on the University of California Golden Bears. Washington all the way. Huskies all the way. And that's all the picks I see for now. Yep. So uh, a lot of teams off in the SEC, it looked like. Auburn has the week off. What about this one? Minnesota at Penn State. That's an under, uh, underrated matchup. Yeah, I can't opinion. believe I looked that one over. Uh, Penn State coming off of a... Disappointing loss, I would say. Not a hard loss, a disappointing loss. Yeah. You expected them to play closer to Michigan than they did, but the game's in Happy Valley. I'm going Penn State all the way. Sean yeah. Clifford's just a good quarterback at home. So this is the last time at Farm Links Field that we will call the name of senior playmaker who's had a great career here at Fevel, Mr. Zeke DeLoach. Takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff straight up the middle to Hunter Hammonds to the right side, and he'll be taken down after about a yard gain. He'll probably see one more play, and then the game will be over. You know you know what? Why not give Zeke one more chance? You know, his last home game in front of his home crowd, give him a shot downfield. Yeah, that's what I would do right here, and that's probably what Limbaugh's going to dial up. You know, he was top of the state receiving last year. Pacey was top of the state throwing, and... Just couldn't ever really put it together, and they had a lot of talent wasted, in my opinion, on last year's squad. And uh, real quick, good job by Mr. Jeff Scott, you know, spending just about every night this week getting off of work and painting the field. Yep. Yeah, shout out to Jeff. Last night of the game, all sides. Barrett throws one up, and it will not be caught by Reed Wallace, but they won't call all sides. They'll just in. Oh. 
Three seconds to go. We'll get one more play. Yeah, that should have been an offsides on Comer, but not called. And, you know, it looks like the referees are just wanting to get out of here, too. Understandable. I'd give it to Zeke right here and just let him do something. Throw it up for him. Just, you know, like you said, give him one more opportunity. Last time in front of the home crowd. And uh, we'll get out of this one. Go, going down 47-6 to six as it stands right now. And we'll be on the road to Holy Spirit next week. And it's a winnable ball game. You know, they picked up their first win of the season last year. And hopefully that will be their only win. Yep, and it will be a screen to Zeke Deloach, but it will fall to the ground incomplete. That will end the game, and that will end the last game at Farm Lakes Field this season. So, to everybody out there, have a great, safe, wonderful weekend. We'll see you at 7 at Harvey's on Noble for the Coach Limbaugh Show on Thursday, followed by three-game coverage at 6.30 from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, as they take on Holy Spirit. Followed by live game coverage at 7 for our finale. Everybody have a great, wonderful weekend, and be safe out there. Go Wolves. Go This has been a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.